gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. to a mosh pit right now. There's just something right about hearing the Dropkick Murphys on St. Paddy's Day. Uh, actually, on St. Patrick's Day. Feels so good. Find that wooden leg. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, it's been a minute. How you doing? How are you, sir? I do have a question really quick. Oh, sure. Um, were you, I mean, you you are of an advanced generation from me. Sure. So I wonder how many people are like me and were introduced to the Dropkick Murphys via the movie The Departed. Yes. Right, yeah. I, that's why I first heard that song, and I go, "Damn, this is a banger!" Yeah. And then you get into it, and you go, "Wow, they got some good ones." Kiss me, I'm shit faced. Going out in style, which I want to preface this by saying, I do like the Dropkick Murphys, but they are from Boston, so whenever they sing about Boston, I feel some type of way. Specifically in the song "Going Out of Style," because they mention, "You can take my urn to Fenway and spread my ashes all around." Mm-hmm. I refuse to say the word Fenway in that song. I censor myself every time. Who can take my urn to spread my hat? Every time. I you. will never not do it. Good for you. Loyal. I have hatred in my heart. Speaking of loyal, I want to point this out. It was the World Baseball Classic. And Chris can see this. I have on a Col- Columbia hat. Columbia, yeah. Right? Now, since they are out, I would just like to make this official. <laughs> Oh, he's taking off the hat. He's taking off the Columbia hat. He's putting on the USA hat. Look, look at you. Look at you. America's going all the way, baby. <laughs> America's no going. more Latin American uh, countries count for me anymore. It's all about the US of A. I'm sorry to hear that, Chase. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> uh, shout out to, uh, to the New York Mets organization and uh, Edwin Diaz. Congratulations to the Team Puerto Rico on their 
their win against Dominican Republic. Shout out to Edwin Diaz. Shout out to oh, Team Puerto that? Rico. Shout out to uh, the twenty million dollars that the Mets paid him <laughs> over the next several years. Uh, this year, actually, I believe. God. And um, is, is it cool? And his blown right patellar. Is it? Is it, which is out for the for eight months? Eight months, which would be the year. So, which will be the full year? What is a good time to have the WBC? Is it during like? Is it after season? After like in November, December? Is it off season? Is does it have to be right before we go into the the major crux of the season, like a month before? When when is a good time to have this damn thing, if at all? Well, you got to do it. Like I mean, I'm trying to think because every single one, this, honestly. This might be as far as the world. Freddie Freeman, Edwin Diaz, like there's, there's, there's significant names. Vlad Junior, significant names that are being dropped here because of uh, injury right before the season starts. What's what's a good day time frame? Here's the messed up part. If you think about all the other world games, like if there's Olympic hockey mm-hmm. going on, mm-hmm. or if there's the World Cup. The World Cup happens in the smack dab in the middle of club games. So they have to put all these English Premier League and La Liga and Bundesliga. They got to put all that shit on hold just so that their dudes can go compete in the World Cup. Right. This is before the season even starts. As far as I think, I think the WBC has it the best out of all of them. Because all the other ones are just right in the middle of everybody's season. Right. Yeah, but this is pretty damn close. It is. Opening day is... I don't think it should be as close. Opening day is in two weeks, dude. Like, from today. <laughs> two weeks from today. So... Yeah. It's, it's way close. I've, I've always felt like the WBC, which is great, and now <laughs> players are coming out saying, listen, they're having a great time doing it. They're having a fun time. Some players have equated it also to uh, winning the World Series. To each his own. Um, if you feel like this, I can understand that supersedes that because World Series is technically an American thing, uh, as opposed yeah, to makes, the uh, WBC being obviously a world thing and you represent your country. So it, again, it's to each his own. I would think that the the team that pays you the most, and and it's not the country that's paying you, it's it's the the team uh, through Major League Baseball. So well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Are they getting paid, or is it like? Yeah, they're, they're getting paid, but they're getting paid through the the team. It's not through WBC. So are they getting paid extra for this, yes. or is it just that they're all under contract? Because like in the World Cup for no, soccer, there's there's no they're getting paid. Just like it's just, so people. World like, Cup. My point being, World Cup players don't get paid by their country. Aaron Judge could get could have gotten paid to play for USA, and he refused because he wants to focus on the season. Same smart thing, man same, th- smart same thing man. with uh, Garrett Cole so it, you know it, you they get paid but it, only one only what was it three Yankees I believe there are three Yankees that are on uh, world baseball teams okay. Gleyber Torres is for Venezuela there's one person for America and I think someone for Israel I remember seeing the flag somewhere speaking of which I want to apologize to all Yankee fans out there oh geez okay because um I should be keeping up more. I should be listening more closely mm-hmm. because the entire time during the Colombia versus Mexico game, mm-hmm. Gio Urshela was on the field. And I'm like, fuck yeah, we got a Yankee on there. And everybody's oh, like, Lord. isn't he on the Angels? And I go, ah, shit. You're right. He is. Fuck. 
You can't blame me. The last baseball game I went to, that motherfucker was playing third base. Yeah, well, I think no, he was. He got traded to the the Twins with uh, Gary Sanchez, my boy. Well, okay. Let me refrain. Let me just repeat that once more. Sure. The last baseball game I went uh, to. Oh Lord. Okay. Hint, hint, Chris. Uh, hey, guess what? Hey. It was with you. <laughs> it was with you for John Carlos Stanton bobblehead day. Ah, uh, yes. Which I still I'm looking at it right now. There it is. I'm looking at mine as well. <laughs> sexy, sexy bobblehead. Yeah. Well, I got season tickets again this year, so uh, should be okay. Mazel tov. We're Mazel going to a game. Going Tuesdays to- or Wednesdays. We're going to games. Let's pick a Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, we have a lot to talk about, and uh, we do. Do we have a lot to talk about? It's been it's been a minute since we've and been so little time on air, and always so little time. Um, both two very busy people. So, uh, really quickly, speaking of of busy people. Uh, we have this platform for each of us to uh, just uh, you know, put nonsense out there. On the spew our spew bullshit is the way bullshit. I would like to put it. Spew bullshit. So I'm going to spew some bullshit uh, of my own personal uh, uh, experience. So I had told you that uh, I was going to go. Tom Foolery, some would say. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't clarify this as Tom Foolery, but I've. I've a 95- I don't know what exactly that means, but it felt apropos. 95%. I do know my, what that one means. 95% of my life is full of tomfoolery, but this, this not being one of them. So I was going to do tomfoolery. And now I had to reel it back. So I uh, last time I was on, or last time we were on a couple times ago, I mentioned that I wanted to do a road trip to Cleveland, and uh, you know, do the Cleveland, oh, Ohio, Ohio. Nice. That someone, yes, Ohio. Some people would say, um, yeah, do the road Stop trip. Stop by Sandusky and go to Callahan Auto Parts. <laughs> Tommy boy, it's funny. Yeah. I make um, car parts for the American working man because that's who I am, and that's who I strive to be. So I was gonna go to Cleveland. You could tell I've seen that movie too many times. It's a very good movie. Uh, but Tommy Boy or Black Sheep? Both. But yeah, yeah. Choose one. Go to your head. I I You'd can be. honestly tell you I've seen them probably the same amount of times. They came on a two disc DVD set, mm-hmm. and on my road trip to Texas in two thousand nine, yes, Texas, twenty four hours straight. If you don't stop at a truck stop for four hours and take a nap, crazy. Um, but yeah, the little DVD player. In the fucking front of of my family's 03 Chevy Tahoe, you're spewing Tommy Boy and Black Sheep on a loop. Two two good movies. So again, we have a lot lots to discuss. So let me get this out. So uh, I was supposed to go to Cleveland. And I wanted to take a trip to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and then that weekend for Easter weekend, I was going to go to a Yankee game, see the then play the Guardians, and then on the way back, uh, go to a Pittsburgh game and see them play the Ass Tros. Oh, that's Tuesday. So that was all well and good. Donner, Darher. And then I get an email from my program director on my radio station, WBPM, 92.9, 96.5. Cheap plug. There you thank, go. Thank you very much. Um, get it in as many times I, as you I, can. I felt like this was a good place to tell the story since you and I met doing you know, school for said career in radio and TV. So I, yes. I get an email. And from- you actually have that career, and I'm just on the other side of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not too late. Anyway. Um, uh, it's not. I still have like what, 12, 13 years? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> listen, at least I'm there. <laughs> at least I'm there. That's a good point. So the program director point. emails me and says, um, uh, 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 so our morning show guy, his name is Bob Miller, he's having uh, great radio name, knee surgery April 11th. I'm like, oh, God. Okay. So I'm, I'm reading his email April 11th, uh, and he's going to be out for about a week and a half. 
And then he starts going through names of other DJs on the stations. He goes, this guy and this guy, they wouldn't be good for the morning show. This other guy, Johnny B, uh, don't think he's ready for My it. dad? Your dad? My dad's name is John. No, Johnny B. Does he go by Johnny yeah. B? No, never once in his life. Oh, he should now. I mean, that's just the natural. Nobody, I don't even think, nobody, I don't think anybody's ever called him Johnny. Ah, well, when I meet him for the first time, I'm going to have to call him Johnny B. He's going to look at you with 10,000 different stairs at the I'll, same time. I'll say it from 100 yards away. So <laughs> he'll even appreciate, he, he would even, he would appreciate you calling him Sloop John B as opposed to Johnny B. Sloop? Yeah, like the Beach Boys song. Oh, oh okay. Oh, he likes the Beach Boys. No, he just had the the discs of Casey Kasem's top forty. Got it. From like the seventies to eighties, eighties to nineties, sixties and seventies, all that shit. All the, the decades. I care. Exactly. Um. So this, this other DJ Johnny B said, uh, "Don't think he'd be ready," but he goes, "I think you would be a great fit to fill in for the morning show." And I immediately message him back, and I'm looking at the dates. I'm like, "Shit, that's the exact time I'm going to be away from Cleveland." There's no other opportunity in my life right now that I would get to host my own morning show for a week. You got to do it. Do I you know. accept callers? Uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. So for the so for the week, this is I, this. I got to tell you, and this is not this is humble brag. This year so far has been very good. I'm going to call your fucking show and you I'm going to plug our podcast. You should please do. Uh, I, I will give you the phone number. This year has been very good to me. I've been able to get back on the radio. I've announced a NCAA Division One basketball game for the first time in my life, and it won't be the by last. The way, by the way, bravo. Thank you very I much. I saw that. That's good shit, man. Thank you very much. I, that was very cool to do, and uh, as promised by the assistant uh, uh, athletic director, uh, it won't be the last time I do it. And then this opportunity to, f- to host a morning show on the radio. <laughs> so I had to take it. I had to push everything back to the summer as far as this trip goes. Uh, there will be other baseball games, but there won't be these other opportunities. So, uh, so yeah. So, for the week of April 11th, if you are next to a, a radio or Alexa, most likely Alexa because it doesn't reach really down here, uh, tell Alexa to play WBPM uh, the week of, uh, uh, week of April 11th. Fucking, I know. There your you go. assistant's going to. Enjoy. Enjoy that. Um, thank you, Alexa. And then uh, <laughs> I'll be on from 6 to 10 that week live. So, normally when I, re- when I do the show, it's, it's recorded for Sundays. That week will be absolutely live, so I am ecstatic to announce I'm hosting a morning show on the radio, which is just absolutely absurd. Hell yeah. So there's that. Congrats, dude. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. That's good shit. I'm sure Becca and Joe would be proud of you. (laughs) Wherever they may be, because it's not (laughs) Becca, Joe, Dave, you know. It's not there at at, uh, the CSB since that place shut down. Yeah, now now we got to go to Hasbrook Heights. Yuck. COVID. Anyway, that's my my little announcement. Um, let's congrats. Now, really quickly, um, you said you had an embarrassing story to tell. Go on. <laughs> so very, very, very quickly now, um, I am driving an, a new new old car that I had uh, when I first met you. School was over. It's actually, how our friendship actually how our friendship blossomed. He parked his car in my driveway <laughs> for six months. <laughs> I for. <laughs> For some and after reason, four months, my mom was asking me, "Hey, when is he? When's this car gonna?" Yeah. So, so, so my car basically got towed, and I was in Queens, and I was like, "Joe, instead of the the guy was nice enough, the cop drove away, and the guy that was gonna tow the car was gonna take it to a pound, and then basically sell it off." He was nice enough to say, "Listen, do you have a spot that you could take it to?" I immediately called Joe. This is a very long story, very short. Called Joe, like, "Listen, is there any way I can leave this car in your driveway? I'm gonna have another car, blah blah blah, and I'll get it off your driveway." Four months later, 
fast forward, and Joe's mom was like, get the shit off my, my driveway. Done. Well, no, 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 no. It was more like, hey, can he, you know, move the car, this and this and that. Very After nice. six months, it was like, hey, can you get this fucking car out of here, please? <laughs> I never still to... said please, but it was like, yo, Harry, the fuck. Uh, up, I know. Dude. I didn't have anywhere to put it. So, so <laughs> God bless your mom. Anyway, had that thing towed over to, <laughs> to my ex fiance's house. <laughs> that was sitting there for three years. So this this car was destined not to be driven because I, I had gotten another car and it just worked out and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, fast forward. Now, this past weekend, I'm <laughs> I'm in Jersey and I had a I was doing a a, a, a gig. I had a very long projector screen in my car, which is 13 feet long. So it fit the entirety of the car. Driving from Jersey one day, and I see on my dashboard, it says gate ajar. Now, I had one of the, I have a trailblazer. One of, it's the trunk can go up, and also the glass can go up. So when it says gate ajar, it's the glass that's going up. So now it's loose. It, it's, you know, whatever. On the dashboard, it says gate ajar. So I'm on the, on the turnpike in New Jersey. I cross the bridge, get home into Yonkers, park in my driveway. I look, and sure enough, I'm lifting up the glass. So I was going to take out this projector screen, which was the sole reason why this thing was ajar, and I'm lifting it up, and I'm lifting, I'm lifting, I'm lifting, and I all of a sudden I hear, and I'm, I have the handle in my hand, boom, the glass shatters everywhere, it shatters everywhere. And oh. I was so embarrassed by the story. And if I've told oh. you that it got it got broken into, I apologize. I lied to you. I'm telling you this. Oh. I'm telling you the true story here. The thing shattered in my hand. There's uh, uh, gate ajar glass <laughs> everywhere. And now I'm standing there on the in the middle of my street in front of my driveway with this handle, and my I'm just my jaws dropped. I'm just looking everywhere, and there's glass everywhere. It looks like. You know, someone broke it, and and I, it literally was. My God, my is that Steve Austin's music? <laughs> It was the the weirdest thing I've ever been a part of to experience, and so I was like, "Screw this! This is it! This is my final sign." So I call I call Lisa. I'm like, "Listen, I got to get this this car out of the uh, the new car, the other car out of the driveway. This car is done. I'm not paying." She's like, "Finally, several hundred dollars." Yeah, and she had asked me to like, "Can we uh, switch this over?" So now I have the old car, my car, in her driveway, and I swapped it out for the car that was in your driveway. It comes full circle. There's your story. Um. Yeah, that was a cool story, bro. Uh, it was just the, the fact that this thing exploded in my hand, literally exploded. The glass shattered everywhere. And it's still, if you come to my house, I, I will show you the remnants of the glass still on the grass on the side of the road. That was I am so happy that times. you did not tell me that beforehand. I'm glad, glad I got Because, boy, I needed that laugh. I'm glad I got a real reaction from you uh, live. That was utterly amazing. <laughs> that was better than I could have hoped for. <laughs> it shattered in my hand. Anyway, I thought so, it was going to be some weird shit like, oh, it just broke down in the nope. middle of the highway and shattered you crawl, r- crawling back to Lisa going, hey, I need the car now. And she goes, fucking finally. But that was way better than I could have imagined. Shattered man. You go as soon as you say I was oh, I was lifting this thing. I go, oh, it's going to break. It's going to break. <laughs> it's going to break. It sure enough broke. It broke. It broke. Oh, man. Drove down to AC for the uh, Mac tournament with that thing and uh, taped it up with some plastic bags and tarp and. It looked hideous, and yet I still drove that thing for another week. <laughs> so, oh, oh you got to get new stickers too. I got all new stickers. I, I shattered, I'm not shattered, but I cut my hand in several different places. So that was fun. So yeah, this all, all just absolutely absurd nonsense. Anyway, Ooh, I'm wrestling. You, I'm glad you enjoyed that story. Uh, moving on. Yes. So let's talk things outside the ring. A ton of st- things outside the ring, and then we'll get to uh, in the ring stuff. Um, so last we left you. Let's get to that story first. 
Last we left you, the day of our last recording, someone got arrested for uh, for guns. It wasn't me. I swear on everything it wasn't me. At least not this time. Uh, Sonya Deville, which you haven't seen on TV since, um, was actually uh, arrested on February 19th. The news didn't break till March 1st. She was in Atlantic City at the uh, Borgata Hotel. And the only reason why it was brought up at all was that the valet reported that she, that they saw a handgun in the car. Now she has she's Sonya Deville to to I guess her, to her defense has had a hell of a year uh, last couple of years uh, with the stalker situation. Um, well, that's the, the reason why she has the gun. <laughs> yeah, so, but she has a permit for the gun. The problem is. It's only in the state of Florida. Florida is not valid in Jersey. Yeah, that's what it is. So there's that. Um, uh, yeah, February 19th. This release on March 1st. February 19th, 2023, patrol units were called to the Borgata Hotel for a report of a valet employee discovering a handgun vehicle that had been valet parked. Responding officers arrived to find the owner of the vehicle, Daria Berenado, on, on scene and cooperating with security. Berenado admitted to being the owner of the handgun and provided responding officers a permit to carry from out of state that is not valid in Jersey. Berenado was taken into custody without incident and released on summons on a summons pending a future court date. <sighs> arrested I, uh... arrested Daria Berenado, 29 years old. Charges unlawful possession of a weapon. And that's where we're at right now. So we haven't seen our... That's such logistics bullshit. I do understand it. Like, you do have to have... If you're going to Jersey, even if you're driving to Jersey, you need to provide adequate... Especially in Jersey, man. Mm -hmm. Like, other than New York and California, I feel like Jersey's got to be right up there with gun laws. Yeah. Because it's right... Like, it's right there. And if, if I... I... The little I do know about the laws as far as legally getting a handgun or even a rifle in the state of new york mm -hmm. is this such a long fucking process that sometimes it's not even worth it for sonya deville's case it's absolutely worth it i mean it depends on the state right but it depends on the state though doesn't it as far what do you mean it depends on the state with the the state that you're in oh yeah very state to state right but the, the but time the time to process that it some states are quicker than others no yes absolutely but some states the states that are quicker i feel are less harsh on the laws mm -hmm. right like the only like it was always said back in the day that one of the only ways you could get a handgun in the state of new york is to be a cop hmm. at least in the city of new york it was right because it's just so also you don't need a handgun in the city of new york if you're a civilian Right? right, the only people the the only reason you need a gun now Breaking. is to protect yourself from people coming into your house. Right, and in New York, you can call the cops; they'll be here in two minutes. Right, mm. if you're upstate, different story. Depends on on your situation. That too, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, it 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 it, it depends on the situation. I say that because. Uh, not why she doesn't listen to the show, but uh, Lisa, speaking of, of her again, bringing her back, she had her car broken into uh, on Sunday, and she, she called the cops for because she need they took the uh, her work laptop from the car, and she needed a police report because of that, and she waited two hours. 
<laughs> so again, depending on situation. If like I said, if, you scream, if someone murder, breaking into your house right. or if someone is attacking you, the cops will be there very, very quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got into a car accident right outside of my job in Ozone Park. Mm-hmm. It took the cops three hours to get there. Jeez. Okay. Because nobody was hurt. Right. Now, if I said, oh, my neck hurts, they would have been there in a snap of a finger. Bloody murder. I'm telling you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you are correct. It does all depend on the situation. Yeah. So there was Sonia. That's there's that. Um, so Sonia, gun laws, nice gun laws. There's that. Um, WWE discussing uh, WrestleMania plans for disgusting Biggie. Disgusting, disgusting. There's plans for Biggie e to go. return. Um, you know, he suffered his uh, broken neck March of last year. It's been a year since he took that German suplex from Ridge Holland um, and couldn't get the full rotation of that and landed on his head. Uh, and and. <laughs> I guess it doesn't. It doesn't matter who you are, or color color your skin, and if you know, it, it's people are just quick to be uh, uh, computer warriors. Rich Holland got tons of death threats because of it. A year later, I, I know. A year later, on the anniversary, he's getting, still getting death threats. Um, like a what was that was earlier in the week, I believe, or last week or something like that. That anniversary was yeah. for a year. Yeah. And I remember that article coming out that it was Rich Holland is receiving death threats on the one year anniversary of. A big East I mean, thing. The, I, everybody, Jesus Christ, man. All of all of New Day has come out to defend Rich Holland <laughs> in this situation, including Biggie himself. Um, and now Kofi Kingston is is out with uh, surgery, so he's he's out of mania. Um, the plans were for him to come back, were, were for Biggie to come back, and the three of them could come out together and do something. Um, obviously not physical, but uh, now that that Kofi Kingston is is injured, there's still plans for them possibly to come uh, during mania. Which would be very cool. Um, two thirds of two thirds of uh, of New Day are are on the shelf. So yeah, we just need to have like Kofi Kingston just needs to be better by the Royal Rumble. Also, are Kofi Kingston's Royal Rumble spots just like not a thing anymore? Like, I, is he just going to mess them up? I mean, they tried. Nobody's talking about that last one. By yeah, the way, because they're trying to you know sweep it under the rug. It's it wasn't a really a it was kind of a botch botch mania. Not only was a botch, he smacked his head into the corner of a fucking announce table. <laughs> I know. I'm surprised. And, just, and nobody. He, he wasn't injured for that, but he was injured for his. Uh, it was his ankle. I believe he just had uh, surgery on his ankle. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Jeez. Damn, man. Talk about bad luck. Yeah, ankle surgery. All right. So. So there's that. So, it's Woodamania. Well, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> that can't be right at all. Um. So yeah. So two thirds of of a new day out. Um. Plans for Usos uh, with their their Mania match. Um, if it was so, this this is interesting. If if The Rock was involved with Reigns, and I've I've read this on several uh, sites, if Rock was involved with Reigns for Mania, something with Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, possibly uh, Logan Paul, um, having some sort of like three way match, that would have been what we had but since rock's not involved we have reigns versus cody rhodes all well and good i think uh, just really quickly i think if rock and and roman was a thing they would have had the title split seth would have been the ch- the wwe champion going into wrestlemania hmm. and uh he would have had the one-on-one with cody and i think that john cena would have had logan paul 
I, I think that's the way that that would have went. I'm actually glad with the way things worked out now. The, the, oh, I am too. The the storylines that have been the storylines and then some lack thereof. Um, I'm glad things have worked out. Speaking of the lack thereof, which also ties into this story with the Usos, they were supposed to be the main event with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, because Sami Zayn is just insanely incredibly over. Of um, night one? On night one. They were supposed to be the main event. And because of quote unquote So we're not getting that tag match? Not not that we're not getting it, but we're not getting it for the main event of night one. Because of air quotes okay. politics, it will now be Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley as the main event. My uh, issue, I think that's that was my my sound. <laughs> that's the sound I made. Not because <coughs> Sure. As you push, push the cough button. Not because I'll I'll cover for you. Not because uh of anything I, I think I have to like always preface this, which is kind of sad. It has nothing to do with gender at all. It's I was just about to say that. Thank you. <laughs> it has nothing to do with gender. It's it, uh, talent is talent. Listen, the the main event for Mania that we were at in, in New York, or I was at New York, uh, I at twelve thirty in the morning. In the shadows of New York. In the shadows of New York. Uh twelve thirty in the morning. Uh, which was, by the way, and I, I still point this out, was uh, I'm proud to be part of the last one night mania. <laughs> that was, that was it, um, because of a... I'm proud to be a I'm proud to be a, a part of the first two night mania because my shirt says that I was not you there. You were not there, nor was anybody else. Um, except seven, that one fan in the ceiling. Seven hour mania in the shadows of New York. Um, so. It had nothing to do with that because that that last match was great. Was everybody spent by that that point? Of course, because we had just been through seven seven hours. Not to mention the fact that Kofi Kingston had won a couple hours before that, and we were all we all wasted our energy on that that reaction. So it, it was tough to get through. But that match was actually. Really oh good. my god! How stupid were they? With what? Why would they? Uh, all right. With what? I'm going to get into this just because I want to get it off my chest. Mm. It's not. Just like you said, it's not the fact that there has to be one gender main eventing night one, and there has to be one gender <laughs> main eventing night two. It seems that way. That's for the last two PC for me. I don't fucking like it. It seems like it's been the way the, way the last couple of years, though. Yeah, but a, a couple of years, it made sense. Mm. It doesn't make sense. Like Ronda Rousey was in the main event last year, I think. Please. No, I thought it was uh, 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 Sasha Banks versus. Am I missing this whole thing? Bianca, Whatever. Bianca Regardless, Belair, Bianca Belair versus uh, 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 Becky. Okay, my point exactly. Mm -hmm. Look at the two of those those superstars. Mm -hmm. Over as the, the eye can see. Sure. I don't think that both Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley mm -hmm. are as over as both. Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair last year. See, I I think Rhea is disagree. I think I well, I mean Charlotte Flair is and I think Charlotte just is Charlotte, but I I right. think that the star power, the quote unquote overness mm -hmm. of the Sami Zayn storyline mm -hmm. should trump all of that. That's what I agree. The same thing I is the I was trying to make this point before. The same thing with Kofi Mania. Right. Why did Kofi Mania not go last? It, did they think that like people were just going to be too tired at the end? Well, don't you think if they're going to be too tired at the end, then fucking wake them up? Well, the whole point was to wake them up with that match. Have the first ever women's main event. 
that was the, that was the whole. If, if you remember at that time when that first came out, that was that was news. That was actually like crossing over news. I agree. I um, agree. Uh, when that first when that came out, that news came out. So I I agree with you. That Kobe- and it only happened because of Ronda Rousey. In my opinion, the only reason that was the main event was because they thought that Ronda Rousey was going to bring star power to that main event. I don't think they needed that. Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch could have main evented on their own, but it would have been a worse main event. But I think. but that but that also it would have been taking worse, taking worse. But that also that say. also ties into what's going on right now. So you had you had that already set up. That was going to be the plan, no matter what. That, those three women were going to main event Mania, and that was going to be the new the the big thing was that there was going to be the first time ever women main eventing WrestleMania. But then you had this this wild card factor in Kofi Mania. Holy shit! This guy just took over for uh, for Mustafa Ali. He he came into Elimination Chamber. He showed everybody up, and now he's the big thing for the year. Fine, all well and good. So now you fit him in. And not only did you fit him in, but you had him win over uh, Daniel Bryan for the championship. All well and good. That was the main story for that year. The main story for this year is Sami Zayn, but yet he, he is he's also the wild card. Your main plan was already to have Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. It's not the main story. That's the issue. That's that's the thing though. That's so now they're justifying it is because it's not the main story. Kofi Mania was the story that year for the men. But it's uh, I still feel like this Sami Zayn thing is not going to go away as far as him going for the title. It might might be for Mania, which is unfortunate because I keep, I've I've been saying it since Elimination Chamber that that match was all well and good having it in Montreal because it meant something and it was Sami Zayn. But he's so over that it still should be something to do with Mania, and it's not going to be. Instead, it's going to be relegated to a tag team match with Kevin Owens against the Usos. And I agree. Everything again. Everything should be whatever the fans want. And in the moment right now, Sami Zayn is the most popular wrestler in all of WWE. So if that's the case, have him. Your two top guys. Excuse me. Your three top guys. Two out of the three are baby faces, in Cody and Sami. So you could have fit them to, to to be both a main event night one and night two, respectively. Just because you have Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley going for the championship doesn't mean that they need to main event. Not only that, but the buildup for their match has not been the greatest. Like, there's not been this excitement to have the two of them. It's kind of been like little throwaway segments here and there. Judgment Day doing matches. Dominic Mysterio doing his his thing, which is awesome. But that's it. But it's that's the best part of this storyline is Dom going after Charlotte being like, when I'm in bed with mommy and she goes, no, 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 I got a real Latino poppy at home and his accent is fucking a lot larger uh, or cock or whatever the fuck she said. I don't know. <laughs> um, <cock. laughs> no, nah, um, but I, 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 I do agree. It's, it's I want to I do want to run this past you really sure. quick. Um, What if it's not? Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos for the tag titles. Oh, okay. That's what if the tag titles aren't defended? Oh. Hear me out. Because you do have WrestleMania Backlash, which is like, what, a week after or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Backlash that they're starting yeah, to call back, it again? Yes, just Backlash. Thank you, Triple H. He's just pick a name and stick to it. Get, go, go, great balls of fire. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> Bring it back. Um. <laughs> By the way, there was something about Marie saying great balls of fire that just, whoa. <laughs> great balls of fire. Um, Yeah, goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. I totally forgot where I was going. Do you remember? The point you're trying to make? No, I do not. Yeah, what was I just talking about? We were talking about Usos. and. Uh... Okay, so what if it's a three-way? 
What if it's I'm um, not a three way? What if it's a uh, six man? A three way. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. If you have. Because what is Solo doing? Is Solo not going to be wrestling at WrestleMania? He's just going to be standing intently in the corner? That's what he does. What if you have the Usos in Solo mm-hmm. versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and a friend, let's call it, mm. an ally? Sure. Someone who had a rather large number day yesterday. A large number day. What if it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn versus the Usos and Solo? And Solo. He's training. That'd be a good match. He's training, and that would warrant the main event. If that's not the main event and the women is, I'm going to be pissed. And I'm going to look like a like a, like a a misogynist and shit, but I'm going to be pissed. Well, you just added a, a huge uh, factor into that whole equation. That's Stone Cold. If, if that's that's not in the cards right now. So with what, what's being laid on the table right now, it's just the four oh, of yeah. them. It's the four of them right now, and that's what we have, which is why it's not the main event. If Stone Cold was in the main event, then of course. If Stone Cold was in the match, then it would be the main event. But yeah. that's not the case right now. So until then, <laughs> until that's announced, you can still also have uh, Stone Cold against Bobby Lashley since he's looking for an opponent. I wouldn't mind it. If, if you I wouldn't mind if it. If you haven't heard, uh, Bray Wyatt is apparently he's injured. He was a uh, really quick side note on that one. He was supposed to be at the li- live event at MSG. He did not show up. Um, some people had said that it was possibly a uh, uh, creative difference that he was not showing up. But it was not the case. Apparently, he, Again? Was, he was injured. And so now Bobby Lashley took to social media saying that, uh, basically paraphrasing, uh, you know, put anybody in front of me, I'll take them down. And um, and yeah, so Do that's, you think that's where they right made now. the Brock Omos Omos match mm-hmm. as a backup just in case something like this happens. That's another match that just. Uh, this I, is my point, though. Yeah. In this exact scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Bray gets injured. Bray has a creative difference. Whatever the fuck the the case may be, mm-hmm. you have this Brock and Omos thing going, right? That everybody does want to see. I feel like a lot of people. It's kind of a who, <laughs> who wants to see really this match? this match? Brock versus Omos? I don't want to see the full match. I don't want to see the match. I at all. just want to see Brock F five Omos. Oh, I'd be very impressed to see that. By the way, it's the to me. Ah, the, ah, by the way, really quick. That's ah, the, I don't want to say that. Oh, good, good. It, it has the same type of look. I'm not saying it's the same. I'm not saying it's the same star rating, but it has that same type of look and feel as Andre and Hogan. I'm not saying it's the same thing. I'm not at all saying it's the same thing. What a stretch! But when you had the irresistible force meeting the unmovable object right did i make did i get that right yeah you're close you're close irresistible fuck, force fuck. meeting the immovable object yes ah whatever the fuck <laughs> it is you get it Jeez, a rock in a hard place Jeez, wrestling fan. one of them's got to move yes yeah, so also one of them's andre and the other one's hulk hogan not omas i mean as far as physically physically looking yes that's fine looking at it it's the same like you're wondering yes. how the fuck is this guy gonna get this uh, massive human on his shoulders but not only do the fans not care about this match apparently lesnar doesn't care about it either because reports have also come out that he wants to he has asked triple h to move it up the card so you can have it earlier in the card night one so you can leave <laughs> so you can leave earlier which you know what i guess he's earned that and he can he can do that he's brock lesnar 
So Don't rule it out of the realm of possibility for Brock Lesnar to, to not be in the WWE by the end of the year, and quite possibly, after about six months in protocol, hmm. fighting John Jones. Oh, I'm saying it's not. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying it's not out of the realm of possibility. I feel like he. Listen, if, if he, you want to do that, that's all well and good. And if he, he's jonesing to to get a uh, like a real fight in, that's all fine. I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Um, but, oh, it was unintended pun. But uh, <laughs> you didn't even see what you did there. I, I had no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> to like rewound my own head. Um, but he's getting paid massive amounts of money to do really nothing. <laughs> His match with Omas will last it, the over unders five minutes. It, I'm going under, and he's going to get paid w- well into you know hundreds of thousands of dollars for this match which he would never get in in UFC. <laughs> Millions. <laughs> that was your take. <laughs> Millions. No, that is all I wanted to say. Mm. He'll get he'll get at least a mil for this one match at WrestleMania. Well, then then there's that, I guess. Especially <laughs> if he's unhappy. Also, if Vince is really not coming back, which I genuinely hope he's not. Even though reports have come out that he's backstage and whatnot, mm-hmm. if Vince is truly like out, out, I don't see Brock has no reason to stay. Brock was loyal to Hunter. Okay, I'm sorry. Brock was loyal to Vince. You say that now until he gets paid a million dollars at Mania. That's money. That's money true. talks. Uh, Vince. Vince is whatever. Uh, the asshole that is Vince is. Everybody talks about you know the. Hey 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 hey. He's a dick. Legendary asshole. Legendary that is legendary dickhead that is Vince McMahon. Uh, that too. Yeah. There you go. Um, it's it's all well and good until money comes into into play and they're like, oh wait, well Triple H is doing well and everybody's you know now looking to to his. Uh, his to his credit, he's building up WWE to be the best it's been in, I don't know, 15, 20 years. So, you know, I'm going to say at least a decade. If, if that's the case, then, yeah, you know what? I'm going to stick around and and have a storyline, but I'm also going to get paid and put this guy over uh, that I really shouldn't. It, it, there's a good possibility that Omos will win uh, this match. Um, is it worth it to him? Yes. Is it worth it to anybody else? That No. <laughs> do, do we actually care unless you're an actual like Brock Lesnar or Omos fan? Please hit us up on Twitter, uh, Sons of Slam Show, if you're an Omos fan. Um, I expect nobody to respond to that. But hey, man, <laughs> it's real to me, Dan. Uh, hey, man, what if I'm an Omos fan? Let me see that shirt. I mean, I don't have WWE shirts. You should know that by now. I only get my my yeah, yep. shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com because they're the only people that have my true size. <laughs> okay, I've told I, you that before in confidence. I, 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 right I, I, now, the internet knows. Thank you. Until then, <laughs> well, you put it out of there. Until then, I want to see an Omos shirt on your body. True fandom. Do you care? No. Sure. <laughs> Do you actually All care? Right. No, you don't. So there's that. Um, I'm intrigued. Okay. That makes one of us. I'm intrigued. Like I said, I want to see Brock get Omos on his shoulders. I hope I have to go to the bathroom during that match. Uh, let's see here. Soraya. I'll piss my pants during that match just to see that F5. <laughs> Do you pee in your pants and then you have a piss filled pants the entire rest of the card? Yeah. Because of Omas and, and Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Got it. Yep. This all makes all the If sense. I can't get the rock, give me Brock F5 and Omas. <laughs> that's that's your next step. <laughs> that that's an act. 
That's natural progression. Uh, <laughs> we, get, we don't get the rock. We get Omas and Brock get out of here. Uh, yeah. Soraya got fined. So if you watched, if you watched uh, Dynamite this week, which I got to tell you, this this week's Dynamite was absolutely incredible. Absolutely. It was, and we never mentioned what the name of their thing is. And I want to apologize to all our fans, all our fans, mm. because I should have been better and came up with that name. It was too easy. It was too easy to call them the Outcast, and I didn't think of it. That's it's, it's a perfect name. It's a perfect name. Really we went with Lafemme Outsiders, which also a good name. But <laughs> I mean, the Outcast was like right there. It was right there. Yeah, literally right there. Um, but like Saray is the Andre, right? <laughs> Saray is the Andre three thousand, correct? We're going with that. And then Ruby's big boy. Hey, uh, there you go. and then what is Tony Storm? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we ran out of uh, players for. Okay. I don't know. I forgot. I forgot that there were only two. There's only two. Um, in my head, in my you want to know what the first thing that came to my head? Uh, Tony Storm, Jam Master J, and then I go, "It's Run DMC." Whoops, Very wrong group. Uh, so got fined. So, so uh, not only did you get fined, but apparently Tony Khan put out a company wide email um, as far as what not to say and do. So, uh, it is not the first time. It is not the first Please time. Please reference that, this George Carlin stand up bit <laughs> on the seven things you cannot say well, on television. I mean, not for nothing, but they do kind of cross the, that line with some of those words that they, you know, is on that list that they do say and, and refer back to uh, Brian Danielson and that promo the way he <laughs> dropped the, uh, the F bomb on live, I always, live the way when I go on, like, when I think about television or radio, it's that Blink 182 song, Family Reunion. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Um, these are the words you're not allowed to say. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucking motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, and twat. I think that's what it was. So Soraya said during the promo, and, and her thing that she, that she does now when she comes out uh, on, on the ramp, she just flips the bird to everybody. Just like, you get one, you get one, there's one for your mother, and blah, blah, blah. So she came to the ring, and she said, um, <laughs> she called the fans a bunch of neckbeard, stinky twats. Um. And it's not. <laughs> yeah, but like she's English. That's like a uh, uh, hello. <laughs> well, not not according to Turner, Turner Broadcasting System. Um, well, so yeah, th- notice that freaking uh, uh, Tony Storm didn't get the microphone because them Aussies just be throwing cunts around like it's the goddamn freaking butter. <laughs> like butter. Here, you get this butter. It's <laughs> just tossed in your face. Uh, Sean Sapp from Fightful uh, said that. Um, uh, actually, Soraya uh, also posted on Twitter that that uh, she was de- definitely fined. She was absolutely fined by AEW. And Sean Sapp posted uh, Soraya's tweet about being fined for her promo is legit, we're told. The proceeds went towards AEW Together Projects and had apologized privately. There was a mass email sent out to talent noting that she'd been fined for profanity and using a middle finger without informing the coach of the segment. AEW talent has been discouraged from flipping audience members off and body shaming the crowd um so i guess if you have to uh uh get fined and put money towards something then then that would be a good cause um, so just so i got this correct um fat stinky beard neck beard twats not good not good but i want to have sex with all the ring rats good good cool okay i just want to make sure i got that under control ring rats was not on the list Twats was specifically on the list. No, ring rats ain't going to be on the list. Lot lizards ain't going to be on the list because no one really like. There's not two. That's not a. But you can't defaming word. But you, uh, well, according to who? You don't know. 
But do you know what a lot lizard is? I was uh, my my dog was killed by a lot lizard. You don't know. Nope. You lot know. lizard, lot lizard, ring rat, chuckle fucker. <laughs> All three are the same thing. Well, see, the, the difference being that fucker is is on the list, but uh, but rat lizard is not on the list. So when you go on there, you're like, that's. But sounds... I'm talking about three different industries. But that sounds derogatory. But lot like... lizard, trailer park, uh, ring rat, wrestling, chuckle fucker, comedy. <laughs> All people who fuck above their means in those specific what you call it. But it's not on the list. So I could go on the list and say, oh my god, twat is on the list. But what the hell's a lot lizard? Well, it's not on the list. I guess you could say it. It's, yeah. it's a workaround. It's the same reason why The Rock was able to say Poontang on fucking television. There you go. Because it wasn't a thing back then. It wasn't then. a thing. He made it a thing. He made it a thing. Yeah. So now Lot Lizard will be a thing, and you'll know what it is, and you'll be, a, you'll be offended if you're a Lot Lizard. If you're a Lot Lizard and you listen to this program, reach out to Please us. Please reach out to <laughs> us on Twitter at Sons of Slam Show. <laughs> I'd like to know, I, and I would like to know if you're a Lot Lizard who likes Omas. If I can get that gem... Good God. If you're a lot lizard that likes Omos, we will give you free tickets to a live recording of the Sons of Slam podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You can go on our website and you can pick up those tickets. Um, yeah. Exactly. Sons Contact Slam, me. Sunslamshow.org slash com dot TV. Uh, WWE booking. <laughs> QTV. Uh, WWE booking superstars for multiple nights of Mania. Um, it does look like since Lita and Becky Lynch won the titles, uh, they they do have that triple threat against uh, Damage Control, but also Ronda Rousey like and Shayna Baszler are contending for the tag titles, and so there's that. There's also news. Oh, uh, so they might have the the dual uh, thing with Lita. Um, uh, there is on and Becky is going to be working double duty. God, Lita and Becky. God bless her. For well, her she age. she she has time to work work out the kinks. Um, there's also news. Uh, By the way, Lita and you same age? Lita, no, I think I think she's a year older. So same age. All right, go on. Go fuck yourself. Uh, let's see here. So this is that. There's also news that that there might be a twist kind of thrown in the mix here with Trish Stratus possibly, maybe, sort of turning on Lita and Becky and going heel. And then having Ooh. having a and then Trish... damage control is like evolution. Yes, yeah, yes. There you go. And having yes. a Trish Lita or Trish Becky Lynch uh, match at SummerSlam. Yes, that would be awesome. But Trish Lita probably. Well, Trish looks. By the way, if you look at photos of her now, Trish looks jacked. Like she's ready for this match. Lita better again. She better. Trish looks better than she did in two thousand one. She really does. <laughs> that was a bad year to pick. Two thousand. Two thousand. Uh. She, she she does and uh, Lita to her credit, which one of the, the the best female wrestlers of all time. Um, no, might be a little ring, ring rust as we've seen during her during that match for the title. Yeah, um, you know the twenty minute mark of the match, she might get a little heavy uh, heavy winded. I mean, uh, shit happens. It's cardio, uh, but she has time. It's still still a couple weeks uh, away, so she might be doing pulling double duty is is uh, <laughs> duty. Which is uh, what my, my whole point was. It's going to be that uh, she might be uh, defending the titles and then having the, the triple threat against the uh, damage control. So there's that. Let's see what else we have. I got a ton of stuff here. I got one thing outside the ring. Please. Tommaso Ciampa. 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 Mm -hmm. A lot of people have not heard from him in the past five, six months, I feel. Was his neck hurt again? Was that the deal? I... 
I don't know if it was his neck or his knee. I'm not exactly too sure what the uh, injured area was this time. Mm-hmm. But and this wasn't on the rags because I don't know how many people commented on it or at least saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommaso Champa was in Medellin, Colombia, at the Bio Accelerator Clinic, getting stem cells shot into wherever he had to get shot into. Mm-hmm. So he'll be so, back by next week. No. It's still going to take a while. Uh, Jinder Mahal did it back in the day. A bunch of UFC fighters have done it and stuff like that. And uh, funny enough, my <laughs> my cousin owns a dermatology practice that's right next door to the place. Really? <laughs> yeah. So uh, the last time I saw her, I was like, if you see anybody that's like re- like jacked and everything, just send me a picture. I'll let you know who they are. Yeah. In Columbia. Update. Haven't heard from back from yet. <laughs> You probably won't. Uh, yeah, so he was at Bio Accelerator in Medellin, and he, uh, watch out for the comeback. It's going to come back soon. Very soon. Very soon. Yeah. Um, shout out to Pat McAfee, who had the uh, the story of the week this this week of as far as the uh, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and one Rogers, Mr. Rogers, and coming to this. Well, na- nothing is confirmed. Coming to this neighborhood. <laughs> right. Um, you know, three years ago, I would have told you that my intention was to be on the radio in a year. <laughs> well, Look what happened. It's not too late. Uh, it's not. It's not. But Look my point being is that you can say that you have all the intention in the world, and it seems like every every the Packers want to do it, the Jets want to do it, Aaron Rodgers wants to do it, but the money ain't the the, the compensation isn't there yet well, for the Packers. For the apparently. Packers, not, not yet, not yet. So until then, uh, which is funny because they have no leverage in this situation whatsoever. The, the Packers. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah. So all that to say is that he, uh, Aaron Rodgers was on. Pat McAfee show was that Tuesday, Wednesday this Wednesday, week. Wednesday, uh, making the announcement that he has intention to play for the Jets, and he, clarif- he clarified that nothing is on him; it's all with the the upcoming uh, salary cap. Today, actually, uh, would have been a day to hear anything that would have gone down because today the salary the the uh, cap hit would have been lessened uh, to I believe it was about fifteen million dollars to the Packers uh, for the Rodgers deal. If they wait, I think till, it gets lessened on June second. June second. If they wait till June, which I'm just about to say, then it gets oh. about another like you know couple million dollars off the off the cap hit. So, yeah, you might June not hear 2nd. anything. Might not hear anything till you know till we get into summer. Um, again, Pat McAfee. Bad news. This, this article starts uh, states bad news for Pat McAfee's return to WWE. We all, all know that they've made the announcement that Wade Barrett is the permanent mainstay on SmackDown. Uh, Pat McAfee has made it clear that he's waiting to see who might buy. When did they make that announcement? WWE. Uh, hold on. Might buy oh, WWE in the middle of uh, 2023. He was waiting to see what uh, what happens uh, this year with that whole thing. Uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter has noted that WWE has zero plans to bring back Pat McAfee. Um, and, and according to Wrestling Observer Newsletter... Uh, they say Wade Barrett is the official permanent SmackDown announcer. As of right now, there are no plans for McAfee to return. Um, he has also uh, uh, has said that he is wanting to get another match in with WWE, and he had, obviously he was he was back for the Royal Rumble, which was an awesome surprise. Uh, and he's not uh, on bad terms with WWE. He just has been doing other things, college football, um, his his podcast. But he's kind of you know, left out of lurch because of he because of his his commitment with college football. So hopefully we get get to get him back in some sort of capacity, maybe during Mania, 
uh, you know, bring him back for that. That'd be cool to get him back on the table. No. What are you, you going to do? Get him on the commentary table. Why not? It'd be him. It, he it, won't. Him, Michael Cole, and Corey Graves were a great uh, three-man team on, on the Rumble table. Why, I absolutely agree, why but you're forgetting you know? about one key factor in all this. Which is? His wife is due in a month. Oh. In a month? Maybe his in, wife. Maybe it's in two weeks. His wife has been, I, I thoroughly believe that had she not gotten pregnant, he might have been back in the WWE in some sort of capacity. I don't think that that relationship is completely off the table whatsoever, mm. but I think that because the show gaining the steam that it has, along with the expecting child on the way, mm. the expected child on the way, excuse me. <laughs> um. I don't th- I don't see him back until like SummerSlam maybe at some point. Okay. But I do want to read this tweet that he had. Sure. Because much like Aaron Rodgers, if you don't hear anything coming out of Pat McAfee himself, it's probably not true barring the fan duel deal for 130 million all that shit. Uh-huh. Uh he tweeted about 14 hours ago. And if it wasn't this early in the morning, I'd be able to do that math. I just don't want to. Sure. Nine. Wow. A lot of wrestling chatter about me right now. I think about wrestling every day. That dream isn't done. Mm-hmm. My business is currently rather active and exists and ex, ex, exists. E X I G E N T. Exigent. Wait, hold on. I'm going to do Google a little right, paraphrase. I'm going to Google right now. E X. I think that he cut off a word. What, My point being is that uh, he says that his business is currently rather active what's and the, a baby on the way. What's the spell? Timing is everything. What's the spell? I still E X I G E N T. He says, I still have massive plans for my journey to the WWE hall of fame today. Believe or someday believe that. And then he showed a picture of Steve Austin cheersing the, uh, winged eagle belt exigent winged eagle whatever belt he had exigent huh? exigent meaning pressing or demanding okay it's a word exigent exigent i think i said that right okay well, there you go. i might have put the thing in the wrong place <laughs> accent there we go that's what i meant to say wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable got it my uh, point being is that i don't think he's completely done with the wwe he's gonna be back a thousand percent he's gonna be back i think he's too He's too, I don't know, he, he's too important to the WWE. They, they'd be missing out again if, if they let him go or just had nothing to do for with him. Um, but they can't let him go because what are they going to say? Oh, you can't come to work because you had a baby? Sorry, bye. They, he can't no, do that. of course not. But I'm saying if, if he's smart and he wants to keep his marriage, he probably would have stayed away for a second, come back during SummerSlam when it's, you know, things have been established. That's what I'm saying. Right. Right, fair enough. Um, would I be surprised though if he's if he's at uh, Mania? No, I would not be. If he's at WrestleMania and he, and it's like one of those, uh, like with with uh, RG three a couple months back, or, or during the the college bowl season, mm-hmm. where he got that phone call like on the broadcast on, on and says, "I'm going to the hospital. Why, my wife's having a baby," and everyone's like, "Oh fuck yeah, go go go!" And he yeah. just fucking made a forty yard dash to the exit. Go get the wife to to L.A. They have hospitals in L.A. 
Yeah, but I don't think you want like. <laughs> I'm just saying, a nice payday and a kid. Oh, come on, that'd be amazing. Yeah, um, good point. Good point. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, speaking of mania, two more, two more matches might be added uh, to the card. Uh, there might be a men's and women's four way tag. So for the men, right now, Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus Viking Raiders versus uh, Strowman and Rick- Ricochet, and then at some point, might have uh, a women's uh, four way match. I wouldn't be surprised if they do that on SmackDown, like the goddamn Andre the Giant Battle Royal. As of right now, um, which I, I, there's no plans for that, and that's usually where all the the uh, the rejects get thrown into to say they were on the yeah, card. Yeah, but now the rejects could just get rejected to SmackDown. But now the reject what? Now the rejects just get rejected to SmackDown. All the rejects get put onto the freaking Andre the Giant Battle Royal, right? Right. Oh, on SmackDown. Got it. Now right. all now that whole Battle Royal is on SmackDown. Yes, it's not right. even on Mania. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, just, With all that being said, if they do get a WrestleMania payday and only have to wrestle on SmackDown, good for them. I get it. Good on them. Hundred percent. I get it. Good on them. Um, I don't like it, but good on them. So we have. Let's see here. This the the card so far. I got my mind. No, no, God. Oh my God. Not again. Please, no. please, no. Oh my God. What is it this year, by the way? It's that season. Oh my God. It's that season. No, no, no. no. What? What is the new one? What? What is the new one? God damn it. Do you understand the, the tradition that we have with, with this song? This will always be played during rainy season. I want you to know this. I do, but I feel like we just got to do it with the song for that. <laughs> so far the, uh, the card right now that was like the what was it blinded by the lights by the weekend yeah <laughs> we also did that one <laughs> the card as of right now no no no, no not again no <laughs> it happens every year um as of right now there are nine matches <laughs> god damn you man that song's gonna be stuck in my head for the whole day fuck the- God damn it. I don't know what you're talking about. In in a week and a half when we're recording again. Ah, get, ready, get ready for that song. I'm telling you right now, that's gonna that's gonna intro our, our show, just so you know. <laughs> just so everyone that's listening knows. That song's coming out. Anyway, the nine matches that are officially announced for Mania. Both nights. Uh Reigns and Cody Rhodes, night two, obviously main event. Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley, as we discussed, night one main event. Uh tentative. As of right now, it's it's pretty set. Um, Bianca Belair versus Asuka for the uh, Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Gunter versus TBD. Haven't known that one yet. It should be a triple threat uh, with Sheamus. Who is TBD? Is that a new guy? It's a weird guy. Uh, It should be McIntyre and Sheamus, uh, a triple threat. That would be awesome. Uh, Austin Theory versus John Cena for the U.S. title. Uh, Edge and Finn Balor in Hell in a Cell. Hopefully get Demon Finn with this one. Heal Demon Finn. That would be awesome. Uh, I heard Demon Finn. I heard King Demon, a new gimmick, mm-hmm. kind of King Demon versus Brood Edge. Brood Edge, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, Lesnar against Omos, uh, Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control, and Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. That is your card as of right now. Seth uh, Rollins versus Logan Paul confirmed for night one, and I could have told you that from before it was confirmed because it was his birthday. Logan. Night one's going to be his birthday. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, his oh. birthday is April Fool's. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't think that's nice. Why? Your birthday being April Fool's? That's got to suck. That's got to suck, but if you want to wrestle uh, Mania and it's happening on April Fool's, then have, oh, at, yeah. have at it. Um, Biggest rib in the wrestling business if they go, oh, no, you're on night two. You're on night two. 
<laughs> you sons of bitches. Uh, speaking of mania season, uh, it's that time of year when WWE. I get... Oh no, not that no, time. Not of year. The, no, not definitely not that time of year. It's the time. Of... Nope, shut up. Nope. Nope. Not you. Not you yet. <laughs> nope. Two weeks. You come back. Uh, it's that time of year where apparently during April May season when releases are expected. So, according to uh, WrestlingNewsPremium.com and their paywall, uh, they have news that WWE talent and staff that they spoke to are expecting releases very soon. Uh, who are we expecting to have released here? They they have news, Wrestling News Co. We have news on WWE talent staff expecting releases soon, and at least one person is preparing for life outside of WWE as the company cuts back on expenses, even though they're spending tens of millions of dollars on Mania coming up. Um, I don't know who would be who's going to be released. I mean, if you think of talent that's not being used right now, I don't know. Uh, 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 hit row. <laughs> um, Yikes. Uh, that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> hit row. Um, By the way, if Karrion Cross gets released, I, I it wouldn't shock me per se. They're trying to push him. Like they're really trying to like. Are they? They're not. Are they? They're not trying to. Like... They've been getting beaten down for the past fucking month or so. <sighs> I guess. Uh... Now, granted, Brian Danielson lost all those matches, and then you know he had a fucking sixty-minute Iron Man match against MJF, right. which we'll get into in a second. In two seconds, yes, because we've already spent an hour and five minutes on everything else, but but what's what's going on? Um, uh, 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 we'll get into the AEW stuff during our talks of AEW talent being released. Uh, Great Muda will be inducted into the twenty twenty-three Hall of Fame, uh, as announced by Ric Flair, who's inducting him. Uh, so right now it's uh, Rey Mysterio and Ric Flair. I mean, Ric Flair and uh, Great Muda. <laughs> Again? God damn it. Ric Flair for the third time? No, it's not a thing. Uh, Ric Flair will be inducted. By the way, it just, it, it's a point. If you want to do that, just induct him every year. <laughs> like our truth with the 24-7. He's going to be a 15-time WWE Hall of Famer. <laughs> for every belt that he has, he's going to just get inducted every time. <laughs> Um, so Conan is inducting Rey Mysterio. Uh, Allegedly. Uh, uh, well, apparently that's that's happening. Nothing's been confirmed. Conan will it just, induct the, him. The only thing that came out was said that Rey wanted Conan, and it seems like WWE is interested in having Conan Rey as Mys- Rey Mysterio was, was announced as the first inductee into this year's WWE Hall of Fame class during Friday's episode of SmackDown. Conan will induct him. Hulk Hogan recently hinted at two names potentially. Who tweeted that? potentially being honored this is according to wrestling news and pw insider um so th- there's that hulk hogan uh, saying it, wwe hasn't come out and say it okay Fair and enough. when it's when it comes to stuff like conan mm-hmm. you're gonna want to wait until the wwe comes out and says this is who's inducting him had it not been for conan i'm sorry had it not been for the storyline i feel like dominic should have inducted him with all that being said mm-hmm. Dom's not in the audience, right? Something's going to go down where he's going to get attacked. And Dom's coming on stage during that Hall of Fame ceremony. I, I really feel... I just wanted to congratulate you, Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really feel like this will be the first time ever where there's going to be a storyline involved in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And they're not going to announce this match between father and son until that night. And, yeah. I, and I'm all for it. Ray's going to get really pissed off. I'm he's going to be like, I'm going to do this if it's the last thing I do in my career. 
career versus hair match. <laughs> oh, you know what? You took it to another level. I did. Whole, I did. Whole of a level. <laughs> I, I do like the I, the aspect of getting uh getting a little gimmicky during Hall of Fame and having because which is again had never really been done, but I, I'm very cool with that happening. Uh, and then being announced, it will bring eyes to the Hall of Fame. Do it night two, because that that match I, I, everybody's been waiting for it and it's it has been announced. Do it on night two. Um, so there's that. Uh, great Muda, congratulations. Uh, and then my last outside the ring before we get into inside the ring stuff, and then I have also outside the ring while inside the ring stuff. Uh, we have the Garcia twins. It's a very inception podcast it, today. It really is. It's a thinker. Uh, the Garcia twins are now a thing. Cool. The Bella twins announced their departure Daniel, from WWE. Oh. Yes, not Daniel, not Daniel Garcia. Uh, Daniel so, Garcia, brother. <laughs> the Hall of Famers. Um, who made their debut back in 08, have announced that their time in WWE is over. Um, they announced recently that the end of the line for their WWE journey has come, and they made this announcement official after fans noticed that they changed their names on social media to Nikki and Brie Garcia, the Garcia twins. Um, also, shout out to Brie Bella for getting just the Instagram handle at Brie. Which, if you know anything about just trying to get an Instagram handle with your first name, it's real difficult. Do you know how difficult it is for me to get the Instagram handle at Joe Black? Is it difficult? Because apparently with Elon Musk now, you can just buy it and anybody can be, you know, Bree or whatever. You know. Well, no, that's that's the point is that she probably had to buy that. But like my point being uh, Captain Marvel, what's her name? Brie Larson. She could have just gotten the Instagram handle at Bree. Right. And I don't know why she didn't, because now it's Brie Bellas. Also, why is there not an Instagram page just made for cheese called at Brie? <laughs> because one cheese, does one cheese get its own handle? I mean, at Gouda is a pretty dope handle. <laughs> That's yours. If it's not taken right now, you should take it. Yeah. Yeah. Patent pending at Gouda. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> Lord. Okay. Let's. <laughs> they call me the Gouda Buddha. <laughs> wow. What a stretch. All right. Um, <laughs> just awful. We're like, what a stretch, Mark. <laughs> but oh, boom, bing, bang. <laughs> Don't even have, hold on. Don't even have, I'm, I'm wasting all this time on this. Meanwhile, I could just do this. There you go. Thank so, you. tip your waiters, try the veal. I'll try the veal. It's gross. So, let's see here. Um, it's never gross. I love veal. Revolution. <laughs> Is just, was there anything else, by the way? Since we spent all this time outside the ring, anything else? It's been a while. We've been gone for a while. Anything else outside it's the been ring? Been a while. <laughs> Staying. Anything? <laughs> anything else outside the ring before we move on to? Nope. Just shout out Nikki and Brie Garcia. I'm gonna have to get used to saying that. So weird. Uh, and also, they made an announcement. No, no plans to go to AEW. Uh, Wouldn't it also just be Brie Danielson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really. <laughs> uh. Lord, uh, well, speaking Nobody of thought of that, speaking of which, uh, uh, on a really quick side note, did you see this this uh, whole thing with uh, Brian Danielson saying he's going to put out a book say, stating that men are better than women? Yeah, and I kind of just <laughs> brushed by it because I'm like, oh man, are we doing this really? Like, and you, have, I'm like Brian, what are you doing? You man? have daughters, man. <laughs> you have daughter. You just could have stayed vegan your whole life and shut your and mouth, shut and everybody would have been happy filthy, with you. Filthy mouth, but yet now you have to say 
insane stuff like this. No wonder you have the public fights with your wife on the, on the street. Is it for wrestling? Like, is he saying men are better than women in wrestling? Because I'll hear him out on that. <laughs> if he's he, honestly, even if he says tennis or something, I'll I, also I, hear him out on that. I'm going to Lowe's to get you a shovel, man. I just you're you're the hole that you're digging is getting deeper. I'm going to try to dig myself out of this right now. Sure. I believe one time the best female tennis player in the world went up against a man who was ranked 243rd in the world. And she got smoked. Hmm. I'll leave it at that. Uh, so Brian Danielson, misogynist, huh? But meanwhile, <clears throat> meanwhile, in the 70s, there was a battle of the sexes with Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs, and he lost. No, I, I know that. Okay. Just want to make sure that you're, you're aware of that. I'm not just... Oh, no, no, no. I am aware. I know who Billie Jean King is. Come on, man. You're talking about the talking about the Arthur Ashe Stadium, the Billie Jean King. That's right. Sta- um, I'm sorry. The Arthur Ashe Tennis Center. Tennis Center. The Billie Jean King Stadium. That's right, which we see uh, Grand Slam in on a yearly basis, two-year basis. What was her big thing? That was a big thing. That she didn't wear long sleeves at Wimbledon. What was it? <laughs> it was something like that. It was like they had the women were required to wear long sleeves and she didn't. Really? And I don't I don't remember where it was. And it's going to take too much time. So revolution. Revolution. So uh, what what a pay-per-view uh, just all around. And if there was any weak link in the card, we'll get to it. There was maybe one. And that's only it was the women. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's what uh, we call a callback, guys. Ba-dum-bum. I mean, full, people. Full circle. <laughs> so you did it to yourself. <laughs> guys, I mean, people. Uh, really quick. Let's just go through this card really quick. Um, uh, Ricky Starks taking on Chris Jericho, the the Ocho, uh, with with none of the JAS involved except for Sammy Guevara getting involved, to which Action Andretti came and uh, just smoked his ass on the ramp. Um, match was, was good back and forth. Uh Floyd coming in, into play with the bat uh, getting involved with Ricky Starks. Um, uh, uh, tried to attempt to go to the Judas effect. Ricky blocked it. Uh, and then Starks hit him with the uh, Rochambeau and pinned the Ocho for his second win against the Jericho. Really good match. Uh, last burial match with Jack Perry, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, taking on Christian Cage. And while I'm watching this match, I'm thinking the entire time, shout out to Christian Cage for still being able to do this in his late 40s. And right, he looks really good. Like, like wrestling wise, he looks really good. Um, and just an, <laughs> just an awesome premise that you could just basically have this no holds barred match, do a concerto to this guy's head, and then throw him into a a coffin, which immediately sh- the the door gets slammed shut and it goes down into hell. The thing dropped as if it was going into hell. It was, yeah, I was not expecting that. That part. was that was weird. <laughs> that which I I like though. And then the smoke coming out. Um, so Jungle Boy uh, closing the chapter on that. The whole rivalry, very good match. Everybody, and I said this, I said this to somebody uh, last week. Everybody that should have won, that 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 you you thought should have won, won. If that makes yes. sense, like it just it just made sense to have everybody that won for Revolution actually take, get their matches. Um, the trios title with uh, the Elite taking on the House of Black. Absolutely absurd, insanely great match. Uh, we have new trio champions, and it, it just made sense to have the House of Black now finally get their their just due. Um, and be, be I was so happy, my boys. 
be put up there. And, and the funny thing with with this, this with your boys, the funny thing now with this is that AEW now is putting more of an em- emphasis on the trios. So now you have you have Blackpool, you have uh, uh, Dark Order, House of Black. There's the elite. Dark Order has been there from day one. But now they're 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 kind of getting that push again. Dark or Dark Order is they were they were kind of put on the back burner for a long time. Um, well, yeah, because. Uh, even with Brody, you know, us losing Brody, it, it's they they with that they were immediately put on the back burner, like it's like to dark, relegated to dark, AEW dark, and 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 all those matches on YouTube. But now, you know, they're kind of kind of getting put into you know, main events with with uh, John Moxley and and uh, you know Evil Uno, and it's it's it seems like they're you know getting the push again, and it's all because of the trios. I I, I believe this these titles have have kind of given resurgence to some of these groups. And you wouldn't have the House of Black have anything title wise had it not been for these these belts. So for 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 three belts that I initially thought were just a kind of filler, just to have more belts on the show, which is I I truly believe the international title slash All Atlantic title. It was one of those things. Um, I'm not mad at that. At which part? As you choke, catch your breath. Uh, <laughs> so House of Black has won the the World Trios t- title. Um, and they already defended it on on Dynamite in an, an absolute insane triple threat trios triple match. Or, uh, yeah, it, it was a three cube match. Three cube. <laughs> Nine people. I'm not um, mad at the international championship. Okay. I think the all ugh, excuse me. Mm. I think the all Atlantic championship was a misnomer. I don't think it should have been called that. It should have been called the International Championship from the beginning. From the get. Okay. I mean, two of the flags are there on there are located in the heart of the Pacific. (laughs) (laughs) You have the Japanese and the Chinese. By the way, the Chinese flag doesn't make any sense. You have the Japanese and the Chinese flag on your title, and you call it the All-Atlantic Championship. Right. Makes no sense. I got you. Um, Might as well just call it the mid-card title at that point. Mid-card oh, title makes more sense. Wow. The all-mid title? Oh, that was wonderful. I love what you did there. Thank you very much. Uh, the women's MJF is the inaugural all-mid <laughs> title. He's the one that unveils it. It's just, it's like half, yeah. it's half a belt. <laughs> it's, just like, <laughs> it's, like, it's not even a full belt. It's just a half a belt. Uh-huh. No, he just wears it right above, like right below his rib cage instead of around his stomach. Around his stomach. He just wears it. Pull it up. <laughs> like a crop top. <laughs> the AEW Women's World Championship match, which the match itself, Saray against Ruby Soho, uh, against Jamie Hayter, your champion. The match, right. match was good, but it was, it, was the, it was the aftermath that made the match great. It was the aftermath. It was the aftermath that made the match memorable. Memorable. So, with the foreshadowing of uh, some green hair involved here, um, this whole outsider storyline that they've obviously ripped from from WCW and the the people from the outside coming in to invade and taking on the well, OG, are you the ripping OGs. it off if the if they were on the same cable network just twenty years earlier? Um, I mean, it's a totally different company. Same cable channel. Um, it's really not though. It's not WCW wasn't on TBS. They were on TNT. Ah, I mean, no, I'm sorry. I take Whoops. I take all that back. They were on TBS. They had Thunder, but the OG was TNT. Yeah, got it. Monday uh, nights was TNT. Monday nights was TNT. Um, 
so all that to say is that we had this this whole thing with Soraya and uh, and Tony Storm as the outsiders, air quote are outsiders, and you don't know which way Ruby Soho was going to go. She comes out with green hair; that's the color of of the the outcasts. Um, Jamie Hader gets the win. Ruby Soho goes to uh, raise her hand and uh, gives her that like Pele kick kind of deal. Yep. Right to the, right no, to, I believe that is exactly what they call it. Right to haters, even yeah. when like AJ or Finn does it, um, gra- just grabs her hand, pulls her down, and, and kicks her in the head. Uh, right to haters' head. Baker, uh, uh, Britt Baker comes in, tries to make the save, tries to make the save, and she gets her ass beat. And so the three of them stand triumphantly at the end of the match, even though they lost. This was the whole point: was that Ruby Soho now turned heel? And can I say? Sure, yeah, only if I could say something after, please. Uh, can I say that this? I, I'm always pleased with moves that when you take risks in life that work out. Ruby Soho moving to AEW was the best thing for her career. She Absolutely, is, she's now insanely over. <laughs> and because if not, she would have been Valhalla's assistant Val- or some shit. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> relegated, relegated to uh, to the Viking Raiders. Yeah, which she- I don't agree with calling her Valhalla. <sighs> that would be like that would be like naming. Naming a, a manager heaven for someone. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying. It makes no sense. Don't make no Here's sense. Macho Man with heaven. Heaven. What? Don't make no sense. Um, so, yeah. So, we have this this heel turn, and now the, the outcasts of, uh, have come in and call people twats. Where um, does it lead? It leads to what happened on I, – I truly believe it leads to what happened on Dynamite, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, mm-hmm. Debut of that person joining this group. And having Jade Cargill also involved with this, so I'll I'll get to my my theory in a second. Um, I don't think so. I just want to point this out there because I might forget and you might not. Um, if I'm not mistaken, not the outsiders, the other women, right? Jamie Hader, the OGs, yeah, the OGs, right? Mm. There were five women in that ring. Yes, when the rest of them went scurrying to the back. Correct. We need two more. Okay, we go just, on. And we just got one. Um, which we'll, I'll, again we'll get to. The Texas death match with John Moxley against Hangman Adam Page. Hangman. Oh, hang on. No, I just put two and two together on what you did. I see what you did. Oh, okay. Hangman. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll, we'll circle back to that. Hangman Adam Page and, and John Moxley in a Texas death match. And if you can carry barbed wire in your pocket and bring it out successfully without cutting yourself and punch somebody in the head and then also have barbed wire rubbed against not only your back but on your face – Kudos to you. But with that being said, um, this was one of those, ma- not one, this was the match of the night where I, like like a kid on a couch watching a horror movie, some of it was through my hands, I gotta tell you. It was a little a little much. Everybody likes uh, the blood, everybody likes the, the gruesomeness, and everybody knew what they, what they were getting into coming into this match. This was way over the top. And uh, again, I, I'm, I'm the, the match itself was, was great, but... There was just I, I, part. I'm not saying it was too much, or it should have been like held back, but a lot of it was again. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, like a lot of grimacing going on in this match with barbed wire. I wouldn't being say across foreheads. Yeah, I wouldn't say I fully grimaced. Like I don't think I made a face. I might have made a face or two, but I definitely didn't watch it through my hands. No, I watched through hands. I I'll tell you this for sure. At some points, <laughs> especially at the end of that match, sure. My butthole was shut tight, closed. It's a visual. It was really scary. Like, I'll put it to you like this: when, 
when Hangman, when John Moxley put the uh-huh. chains around his neck at the end of the match, yeah. and they, everybody started started making the comparisons to Bruce Brody. Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, that's cool." And then I go, "There's st- he still has those around his neck." And then as soon as he went, as soon as Hangman grabbed the hold of it, I go, "Oh my god, Hangman's gonna hang someone to win this match." But um, and he did. And he did. And then when he actually did, that's when it went. And it fucking shut tight. And I was like, that's fucking rough. I don't ever want to picture that again. So I appreciate it if you never broke that up again. No, I'll leave it out there. This way the internet has it for the, you you'll know, leave, you'll, for you'll the rest leave, of time. You'll leave it out there. Great. Um, so we No, actually, no. Can we, can we edit that out, please? <laughs> at, the, at the 124 mark? No, we're going to leave that in. Um, yeah. and, and by the way, also, as as said it many times not that it's it's any news but it's very obvious blackpool complete heels especially if you (laughs) into a beat down of your opponent just kicking them in the head um after the match there there's that so blackpool combat club are are completely yeah you can tell they turned heel when cesar i'm sorry when claudio was Uh leaning into it yeah there you go um so hangman gets that win um again everybody that that should that won should have won uh, the TNT champion. Now, this is why, because you, you have that match, the Texas death match, with just blood everywhere. And then you follow it up with this match, which was a, a good match. But it's hard to have what you had. Anybody in this position was not going to win out. I mean, this is, at least for me, the weak point of the night. And that's saying a lot because this match was actually pretty good. We have a new champion in Warlow taking on Samoa Joe uh, for the TNT championship. Uh it just, you know, it just fell on in the wrong side of the the card. At least, I think at least that any other match would have floundered completely in that spot. Any match, right after that match, any match would have. It, but that match, like Samoa Joe versus Wardlow, was the best possible scenario yes. to come out of that match. If you're going to have something, right? <laughs> yeah. If you're going to have something, if you're going to have something, be that. Yeah. Let it be that storyline be because people are still going to be interested in it. Right. Like I, I do feel people are still interested in that. In that Wardlow Samoa Joe story, right? But obviously, with Ring of Honor TV coming out, probably assume that the Ring of Honor Television Champion is going to step away from the AEW ring for a little bit. A little bit. Um, so Wardlow gets the win. Uh, he's new, he was was the new TNT Champion, uh, and we kind of saw was going to go down uh, that Wednesday. Anyway, um, we'll get to that as well. I don't like that they did it in Sacramento, though. Why? I'll just put it like that. Because you're going to have him win. Have it do it in front of his fans at the Cow Palace. In front of his family. Right. I don't know if you know this. Sacramento and San Francisco, they are both in Northern California, mm-hmm. quite far away from each other. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think Philly to New York might be closer than Sacramento to San Francisco. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, what are we going to do? Hey, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You got Northern California. You want it, Northern California? Yeah, you got you it. You got it. All right. Biggest can't be choosing. <laughs> stop uh, fucking crying. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your World Tag Team Championship match with the Guns, your champions, taking on the Acclaim, taking on Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, taking on Dan Housen and freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy, your international champion. I have to pause myself every time I say international champion because I want to say intercontinental because it's only been yeah. ingrained in my head for the last forty-five years. Anyway. Um, 
But as a kid, did you see the Intercontinental Championship and you go, why Intercontinental? Why did you just not call it the International Championship? <laughs> you know what? I never thought that. But now as a, as a grown adult, yes, I, I should have said, like, yeah. I did think that as a kid. Why, why not? I go, why the fuck is it Intercontinental? That <laughs> Between continents, which is always funny to me because just like the World Series, it's just in America. <laughs> Predominantly in America. If we yeah. can get the World Series, the World Series should be whoever wins the World Series on a total side note, whoever wins the World Series should be then have the WBC and then have that team represent <laughs> America full circle. Oh my god! I I'm I'm a genius. Go full Ooh, circle. Yep. So so the Yankees win the World Series. They represent America. And we'll nah, go dude, because that's to, like that's like relegating to that's like compete. soccer shit, man. Okay, but at least that's the World Series. Let it nah, be. no, 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 no. You're not what I'm getting. You're not. You're not getting what I'm saying. Good. In soccer, you can be in a lower league mm-hmm. and then win enough games mm-hmm. and win the championship of that league, you will get promoted to the league above you, right? If you're doing this, you're saying that the World Series is less than the World Baseball Classic, which is just not true. Sorry. Dope, dope trophy that they got for the WBC. Don't get me wrong. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Um, but you're saying that all, uh, the entire world is better than the winners of the World <laughs> Series in America? So Are you say, fucking kidding you're me? You're saying America is better than any other country in the world. By the way, answer, I answer, no, 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 answer that question earlier. first. Answer, answer that question. What? I didn't hear You're it. saying America is better than any other country in the world. <laughs> yes. yes. Look okay, at me. No, I mean, uh, look at me. Yes. That is a correct yes, answer. Yes, 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 yes. That is the correct answer. I just want to, are you I was, kidding me? I was just testing you. I just want to see where you're I, going. I wear it on my sleeve, brother. <laughs> there it is. America. Yeah, no, I just want to see what you would say. I'm wearing um, an American hat for the WBC I as we speak. Just, I'm just thinking of, of random thoughts of how to make the WC be- WBC better without getting major players hurt going into the crux of your actual job. <laughs> like, WBC is not your job. Major League Baseball is your job, regardless of what you feel of, as far as you know, the, the importance of the WBC, which it's only been around 20 years. Why is it more important than the World Series to some players? Who the fuck knows? By the way, I don't like saying it's been around for 20 years. There's been five. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? There's been five, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? 20 years make, makes it sound like this illustrious thing and all that stuff. There's been five WBCs. And Japan has been in all of them. By the way, shout out to the Czech Republic team. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I, I forgot to mention this earlier, but shout out to the Czech Republic team because those motherfuckers are just like bank tellers and like union tradesmen. Same thing with the Israel. None of them actually play baseball for their career. So, 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 same thing with the Israel team, too. No, but like Jock Peterson is on the Israel team. But but there's, for the most part, these are like plumbers. This doesn't make any sense to me. There's like plumbers on the team that, uh, you know, have no business being on it, but they have to represent somehow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, the World Tag Team Championship match. I had, no, uh, uh, yeah. match was good. The World Baseball Classic Tag Team Champions, yeah. correct? <laughs> of the world. Um, the match was good with with the guns. Another match where it 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 was the match was good, but it was the aftermath that took over the the, the match. Because when you get interviewed by Renee Paquette and you know something's going to go down, because the match ended and then they're on the microphone. And also shout out to the guns for putting those those uh those presser sheets on the chairs, saying please don't call the ass the uh, guns the ass boys. Thank you. It was you. so good. It was just very funny. Um, on the microphone, at least sh- they get it. Spewing their spiel, they at least they get it. 
spewing their stuff, and then the music hits. And yeah, yeah, the FTR music hits, and we have the return of FTR, and uh, immediately come down to the ring, and Dax gets busted open. <laughs> what, what, did he, what did he cut himself on? This is I just gets completely air. Busted. Air. <laughs> this is what happens at that age. At our age, we just walk and just get busted open. That's that seems right. Um, so hopefully they. Hey, where were they? Where we were. Where was Revolution? California. Yeah. Yeah, dry air, you know, cracked skin. That's that's what happens in California when people want to move out. There. <laughs> just randomly, just get cut in the in the air. Um, and then the main event for this the uh, the AEW World Championship and da- Brian Danielson coming out first, and then MJF. You're not gonna like what I have to say about this. MJF, finish your statement with uh, the uh, the orchestra coming out playing the intro to his music, and then he comes out with his devil mask. Um, I, I need to hear what you have to say first before we get into this match. Oh, jeez. I <laughs> may or may not have hastily said this a couple times before on this show. Sure. Bell to bell. As far as my eyes have seen, mm-hmm. my eyes. Now, granted, I've seen the glory of the Lord. Yes, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> Oh God! Your damn. eyes. See that you, that song is fucked up in my head for me because the only thing I hear of when I think of that song mm-hmm. is American History X, and I can't. I can't oh Lord! It. Jeez, of all movies. Yeah, my eyes have seen. Yeah, that. Yeah, that movie. <laughs> oh God! Fun comedy that movie was. Gone. <sighs> yeah. No. Tommy Boy, Black Sheep, American History American X. History X. It's all the same. You've seen. Yes. Go ahead. As far as my eyes have seen, yes, from bell to bell, as far as watching a full match is concerned, especially mm-hmm. a championship match, mm-hmm. that was one of. I'm not saying it's the, but it, that was one of the greatest matches I've ever seen in its in its entirety. Well, why, well, first of all, why would you think I would I I would dispute that? Because any other time I've said it, you go, "Ah, you fucking idiot!" Uh, my- Some shit like that. <laughs> Well, I I've, I will probably say that by the end of this this episode, but I will say, yeah. As far as Iron Man matches go, the best one I've ever seen. Really, best one I've ever seen. Oh well, yeah. As far as Iron Man matches concerned, um, is the best one I've ever seen too. And 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 go ahead, ask me which other ones I've seen. <laughs> which other Iron Man matches have you seen? None. <laughs> you uh, that's a lie. You you've had you've seen you've, in its entirety. No, you've never seen Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. In its entirety, no. Okay. I've seen like the highlights of it, but as far as sitting down watching a match bell to bell, I've not seen that match. Uh, Bret Hart, Ric Flair, ninety three. Bret Hart, Owen no. Hart, ninety four. Let's see WrestleMania twelve. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. That was for me. That was the the best one I've seen so far. Uh, the if you want to go by the name Iron Man match, the only other one that I have technically seen, which could be considered an Iron Man match. Is Takeover Brooklyn. Sasha Bailey. Sasha, Sasha, and Bailey. Sasha Becky. Yep. Sasha Bailey. Sasha Bailey. At uh, yeah. Takeover Respect in uh, 2015. Yeah. Uh, that was in Florida. Um, no. Then, yeah. They had one in Brooklyn. I'm looking at the list right now. I see. That Takeover was... Brooklyn 2016. Uh, I. 
Let me see on this list. I see Bailey Sasha Banks, NXT Women's Championship at TakeOver Respect 2015. I see John Cena, Seth Rollins. Live event, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles. Live event, Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks at Roblox. <laughs> um, Great Balls of Fire, Cesaro and Sheamus defeating the Hardy Boys. Oh, well, you know what? Okay, I have seen an Iron Man match. And then the NXT Championship. The Great Balls of Fire. In 2020, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, Tommaso Ciampa, and Johnny Gogato. That one, I... Oh, that one I do remember. Okay, one, all right. I, I take it back. That one I told you I have seen about. a couple God, Iron that Man was, matches. That was a good one, man. That was insane. But just not... I've, I've never seen any of the big ones. Like, I've never seen Steamboat and Flair. Um, That was all WWE. Uh, WCW had Rick Rude, Ricky Steamboat, Dustin Rhodes... Rick Rude this is all a 92-93. Uh TNA had their own uh, things going down there. Let's see. All Elite, Kenny Omega versus Pac, and then MJF, oh. Brian Danielson. So, anyway. I forgot that was an Iron Man match. Um, all right. I that, take it back. I have seen a couple. That was a, that was a 30-minute. Uh, that was not a full hour. That, that, uh, yeah, but it's still it's still labeled an Iron Man match. Kenny Omega, Pac. Anyway. Yeah, so all that to be said. God, if you if you don't if you don't watch AEW and you just want to see a a, a match just, that is absolutely absurd and and kudos to MJF for you know constantly online the the amount of of hate that this guy gets just because not only because he's a heel and he's a great heel but the lack of work he puts in to matches which is not that's not hyperbole he just he doesn't wrestle a lot um but when he does and he puts on matches like this. And it's he goes toe toe to toe with someone like Brian Danison, who might very well be, and this is also not hyperbole, one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Um, it's just absolutely, it's just amazing. The the elbow drop that he did uh, off the the top rope into the timekeeper's table, and then he did the timeout. Tombstone. Power you know that driver. everything you said before that, yeah, could have also been associated with Logan Paul's career. And it is he doesn't wrestle happens. all that much, but when he does, he goes toe to toe with the top guys. He, he does. He does. He spews all this shit online, and he's a figure force online. The, 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 the difference, though, is that MJF is on TV every week, whereas Logan Paul is not. Yes. And yeah, you, obviously. You could justify the fact that MJF is is champion because he's on TV every week. Yes. Um, Logan Paul would have to. You could justify the fact that Logan Paul wrestles as much as MJF. Because he's not on TV every week. But he has not put in the time like someone like Roman Reigns, who is the champion and is not on TV every week. He, True. He's earned that right. Whereas True. someone like Logan Paul, if he's gonna if they're gonna put a belt on him, he needs to be on TV every week. Um yeah. so nah. he's he's not like he's not Brock Lesnar or, or, or Roman Reigns yet. I mean he's he's got celebrity. If like he's that. the US champion That's, and he's I'm on TV twice a month. Heavyweight. I'm talking about heavyweight. Oh, I'm just saying heavyweight. Okay. Like, if, yeah, if he's like like intercontinental. Bro, honestly, if he's the heavyweight champion, even then, I don't know. I feel like he just should be on TV more. If that's the case, I feel like the cha- the champion should be on TV more. Absolutely, right. But he hasn't. I'm saying he hasn't earned the right to to pull like uh, TV off TV duty like Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. But if he's a heel, he doesn't need to earn that right. Really? Yeah. But you have to justify the fact that you 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 got the belt put on you, and that no, nobody would nobody honestly wants that. So you have to put him on TV more. Yeah, you're gonna have a solid month of him being on TV every week, mm-hmm. and then after that, twice a month maybe. Okay. All right. How many times do we see Roman Reigns on TV nowadays? 
Once and he's a, supposed to be pulling double duty, which means twice a week. Once every other week. And probably we see, see him, what, three, four times a month? See him, see him tonight on SmackDown. Exactly. When did we see him before that? Two weeks ago. Before that? It's like, it's like every two weeks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, good. I mean, listen. I'm not comparing Logan Paul to Roman Reigns in the slightest. I was going to say, I, I, listen, as far as celebrity goes, maybe, yeah. But as far as... Oh, no. Logan Paul is a bigger celebrity than Roman Reigns. But as far as time put in, he's not bigger than Roman Reigns. And so... Oh, in with, wrestling, no, with that, not. With that being said, as far as if you want to... If you want, if, if, and he's big on the respect of the backstage uh, guys, Logan Paul is. Mm-hmm. So if you want to earn that, you better be on the TV. That's all I'm saying. Especially if you're going to have the belt, like you have to, you have to show. Yes. Up. Um. Anyway, so the the spots with the elbow drop with MJF on the table, then he did the tombstone pile driver onto the table, busted up his knee, sold that very well. Um. Uh. 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 uh, uh that tombstone pile driver onto the already mangled table. Yes. Was. Look gruesome. Wonderful. It was. It was wonderful, but it looked very gruesome. Um, it, it, it kept going back and forth with the with the uh, the amount of uh, of pinfalls. Uh, MGF was up at one point three to two with twenty minutes remaining. Um, they were both at this point busted way open. Uh, momentum shifting back to to Brian, and he jumped off the turnbuck onto MJF in the arena floor. Um, at that point, that's when he when MJF was completely busted open. Uh. Uh, Danielson put MJF into a submission. MJF t- tapped out. It was tied at three three, uh, and then at that point, each uh, MJF tried to put the salt of the earth on, uh, rolled out of it, uh, and then with a minute left, that's when Danielson put the the bell lock on MJF and just the the drama that was involved with him trying to get to the rope and him out outlasting that last you know thirty seconds and the the crowd was like tap tap and they thought that was going to be it and then time ran out. And then he tapped. And then he tapped. <laughs> of course, you got to do it at that point. So, of course, being an Iron Man match, it ended in the tie. The announcement came where, where we have a draw. And everybody lost their collective shit. I love the way it came in. Like, the way the announcement... The, I'm sorry, the next part. The way Tony's announcement came in <laughs> via Tony Schiavone. So just weird. Huh? <laughs> it's like I'm getting it from the table and the the uh, our announcer yeah. table. It's not coming to... Okay, okay, Tony. <laughs> it's not coming from to Justin Roberts, who has a microphone. It's coming to Tony Schiavone. For, and he's got a run down... Wait, that was his, an angle. His roly-poly ass had a run down the, the ramp. With a, with fresh earrings, always. Yes, for the, the freshest of earrings. Yeah. Um... <laughs> That was an angle, right? From WWE or WCW back in the day? Was it? An Iron Man match went the distance and it was tied. And then someone from the desk came down and reminded the ring announcer that, or uh, told the ring announcer that from the back, this thing is coming down. Shit. Uh, yeah, it was uh, 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 Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's thank that, you. I mean the 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 Iron Man match of all matches uh, in March thirty first, nineteen ninety six, WrestleMania twelve. It was tied at zero. <laughs> Other than the match we just saw, and you said you can't. I, I you're the wrong person to ask because I was like name name another Iron Man match that was just as good as Shawn Michaels Bret Hart. Uh, if I'm going off of names, I feel like Steamboat Flair has to be up there. Okay, that's fine. I I think I put this over that one only because again it went to overtime and had that it, nobody p- 
pin had scored any pinfalls until Shawn Michaels did it in overtime. Yeah, that that is the more impressive part about a minute, it. A minute fifty six into overtime of it, and then the fact that a year later the, the two of them would grow to absolutely loathe each other. So this has more of uh, hindsight, at least for me, a hindsight connotation in that the, the two of them absolutely hate each other. Um, Bret Hart was reluctant, and the story goes that he was reluctant to put him over this time, even though it was really Shawn Michaels' company at this point. Uh, he didn't want to kind of give give away. You mean Chad Frost? The the title. Who? What now? You all caught up on uh, Young Rock? No. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Shawn You're Michaels. about to find out about this character named Chad Frost, and you go, Shawn Michaels. That seems really familiar. <laughs> so, I mean, I could spoil it for you if you want. Sure, go ahead. So, picture Shawn Michaels, but he's a jacked black dude. Jacked black, yeah, that I knew. I already knew that. Okay. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was so funny. That was a sight. I go, who the, f-? when I first started, when I first saw it, I go, who the fuck is Chad Frost? Why the fuck? And then I'm trying to think, like, Oh, when did he just change his name? I go, oh, maybe Coco Beware or something. I'm like, no, that's way before. Yeah, that's way before. I just started going through black wrestlers in my in my head, and I go, <laughs> I, I can't think of one that this yeah. is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the stories that came out that was like, yeah, this is pretty much, this is Shawn Michaels, jean jacket vest. This <laughs> is so funny. Um, so yeah, so uh, <clears throat> MJF taps out at the 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 sixty minute mark. Everything uh, is is in flux because everybody's going nuts because he went to a draw. Tony Schiavone rolls his ass down, tells uh, Justin Roberts it's not it, it's going on. Tony Khan has made the announcement that we will continue into overtime, and sure enough, that's what we did. MJF had to get oxygen. He had to get so, all, and then that's how everything played it. So everybody that came to the ring during this whole draw announcement, there were there were EMTs in the ring, oxygen masks were in the ring. Everybody was in there. And then as soon as that announcement came that everybody had that we were, they were continuing on, they all fled like it was uh, like lights with a, with cockroaches. They all fled the ring and there was an oxygen tank sitting outside conveniently. Uh, they, they went out perfectly it, out of view, from perfectly out of view. MJF was was freaked out at the fact that they were continuing this match. Um, MJF was shoving the referee. Referee was shoving back. Uh, Danielson went for a, a, a roll up. Their near fall, um, MJF pulled the referee close until he low blow Danielson with a back kick. Um, tried to go for a pin at that point. Danielson kicked out. Uh, MJF was going to use the uh, the dynamite time and ring. He connected. Uh, Danielson connected with a reverse hurricane rana. Uh, and then MJF went outside the ring after a, a the single leg crab submission. Grabbed. He grabbed the ro- bottom rope. Pulled himself out. MGF outside the ring grabbed the oxygen tank, waiting for Danielson to come to crawl to see where he was, and cracked him in the head with the oxygen tank. And then, to add insult to injury, literally and figuratively, MGF puts on the bell lock on Danielson. And not only did he, he didn't pass out, he tapped out. He tapped out, Danielson did. And we have a, we still have as champion, MJF. Absolutely incredible. Match. You understand why he had to tap out, right? Absolutely incredible match. Why? Because if he passes out, that's like Steve. That's like Steve Austin. That's at like Steve Austin with Mania. With Bret, Bret Hart. He's just get way more over than he already is. But now MJF is way over because he tapped out. But now MJF is way more over because he he made a submission specialist tap out to his own his submission. Own, his own move. move. 
his own damn move. Kudos, kudos to MJF, man. Twenty six, goddamn. That was that was. Shout out. out to the rebar mitzvah too. Jesus Christ, that <laughs> so was we'll hilarious. Get to that really quick. Let's let's go through uh, dynamite, which again, absolutely incredible episode of dynamite this week. Um, the rebar mitzvah <laughs> with MJF came come down came down to the ring. Um, uh, 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 <laughs> pointed out. Speaking of of uh, of which. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Bret Hart was not as good as Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Crowd booed, booed him out of the, almost out of the building. Uh, everybody came down. He came down with the chair. The celebration happened. He gets into the chair. They do the Hava Nagila. And then Jungle Boy, <laughs> Jungle Boy's music hit. And then he comes to the ring. And then Sammy Guevara's music hit. He comes to the ring. And then Darby Allen's music hit. And holy shit, we have the pillars of AEW in the ring. And it only took three years for him to get to this point to do this match. But damn it, I'm all for it, especially since now there's a belt involved. It's all fine and good to me. All good. <laughs> all well and good. Especially because, if I'm not mistaken, the next AEW pay-per-view is double or nothing. Double correct? or nothing. They're mania. Mm, now, what a fucking main event match that'd be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The four pillars match. The four pillars match, absolutely. And then they all had to, they all had to give their... Uh, their origin stories <laughs> what the hell do you guys want in unison i want a title match <laughs> that was cute um we won a championship match and uh and then and then mjf uh, just just the, the best person on the microphone uh talks about sammy Guevara fight starting another fight backstage uh uh <laughs> dar, dar, and then all three of them have to have daddy issues because they have somebody that's that's older than them being there you know their their tag partner or their guardian so to speak um just just an awesome segment it, it, it was done really well uh so we're gonna get that match uh it wasn't announced officially but that's what they're setting up for uh double or nothing um because you can't just do one of them you no, can't you, do one pillar versus mjf you gotta do all four you have to do all you have four to do all four uh dark order with uh hangman adam page evil uno and Stu grayson the return hangman. of Stu grayson uh which Possibly, probably for one night only. Well, there was reports that they that Tony Khan's looking to re-sign him. Really? Just like they did with uh, Jamie Hader. Looking to, oh, looking they to... might be. Uh, oh, because, right, Jamie Hader left. She left. She left and got re-signed. No, wait, hang on. Her contract Jamie lapsed. Hader was stuck. Her contract lapsed. I don't think she got released. Her contract lapsed. I don't, I don't know if she was released. Her contract lapsed, and then they re-signed her. Okay. Okay. This one was more of a release kind of situation than yeah. Brought him back in, but that was on Stu's end. Stu didn't want to stay in AEW. Well, now he's back. Um, yeah. Creative so Dark Order uh, against uh, the Blackpool Combat Club with Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, and Wheeler Yuta, your ROH Pure Champion. Um, this this match was good for what it was. Uh, to just, set up the end. To set up the end. Right. Yeah. Uh, also to set up the fact that the BCC obviously is now full heel, and this was just to set up the the end result that we had with which was absolutely incredible. Um, and then fuck you're you. talking about the the end of the show, correct? The end of the show, and then fuck okay, fuck okay. you to whoever could not let that last piece go for another ten seconds. We'll hey, get ten to ten's a hard out. Sorry, I guess so. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> so the BCC wins that one. Um, we had an open challenge, a Canadian open challenge, since it was going down in Winnipeg. Uh, Jay Cargill taking on who? Nicole Matthews, who apparently is a up and coming wrestler, um, who you might see more of in AEW, but she got completely squashed in this match. Uh, Jay Cargill is now fifty four and zero. She then said to Renee Paquette, who, uh, and I'm I'm going to say this now to everybody that watches AEW, 
or, or wrestling in general. If you watch a match, match is over, and then someone comes in to interview that person, expect something else to happen. Uh, or someone else to come out and, and debut or something, which is exactly what happened here. So I would say 75% of the time, it's going to be a return. It's going to be a return or a debut. Or a debut, yeah. Jay Cargill pointed out Renee to, the, to Renee, there's nobody here in Canada that's, that's worthy enough. You're from Canada, aren't you? And she starts going after her um, to get, kind of pin her in the corner, takes the microphone, and then this new music hit, and we have who this person went on social media to debunk the rumors. The rumors are actually true. Taya Valkyrie has made her debut in AEW. Looking all kinds Taya of... Taya Valkyrie. Um, so, yeah. So, we have... That's going to be interesting. We have Mrs. That. Hennigan, some would say. Some, some would say. Not most. Um, but now... Uh, yeah, no. People call him <laughs> Mr. Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're wrong. Johnny Valkyrie does have a fucking sweet tone to it. Yeah, that really does. It sounds better than Johnny Nitro and Johnny Elite. Uh, Johnny Fusion Johnny. and Johnny Wrestling. <laughs> nope, that's a different guy. That's a different guy. Um... Yeah, so now, of all people that might take the belt off of Jade, give it to Taya. And, and, but this now all, all ties into my theory of the outcasts, outsiders, that you now have this person coming from the outside in, and she's still involved with Impact, by the way, um, coming in. To and she was a WWE person, too. And she was a WWE person. So now she could be involved with this whole angle uh, and be part of the outcasts. Uh, Ricky Starks was interviewed. I, I don't mind that at all. The debut of QTV with Powerhouse Hobbs and QT Marshall, um, which now also plays into my other outside of the ring story, which was using the real theft storyline of Wardlow's stuff. All his ring gear, his belt was stolen from his car, legit stolen from his car. And was it? It, it was. I don't know now. Uh, it was. Show me a police report. <laughs> and now AEW has used this to their advantage to make it a storyline, which is perfect. All perfect. I'm t- not it, convinced. It, okay. <laughs> it was all, all legit. Um, it was broken into wrestling observer uh, newsletter noted that Warlow's car breaking situation was a hundred percent legit. That being said, AEW still turned into a storyline for television regarding, you, the, uh, regarding uh, who, the Warlow breaking of his rental car and the stealing his clothes and gear and the title belt. That was legit. Um, who was it again? Who was what again? Who who reported that? This is uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter. Okay, thank you, thank you. I just want to make sure, sure. Mr. Milton. Yeah, I'm Mr. Milton. still not convinced. Okay. <laughs> okay. Still not convinced. Anyway, um, you can't convince me because number one, why leave your title in the car? You're going into your hotel room for the night. Why are you leaving your title in the car? Number two, why start off the fact with say that your title was stolen? Because it was. Okay, but uh, uh, <laughs> something fishy, man. You're missing me here. Um. So yeah. So there's that. Uh. Let's see here. The international championship with uh Orange Cassidy taking on Jeff Jarrett. Who, by the way, <laughs> I got to tell tell you also, Jeff Jarrett is a great addition in in his yes later years. It can still go, and he was a, he's a great addition to AEW. And in that mid card uh, role, he he's doing absolutely great. and and also kudos to him for for you know pulling some uh, double duty backstage also and you know, kind of relegating, um you know Jeff Jarrett might be one of the more underrated wrestling minds of our generation and he's he's showing it now with with <laughs> matches like this getting involved with the guitar Aubrey Edwards uh, <laughs> involved getting involved in this whole thing. Um, 
It's a really good match. Uh, and he, and he I retains. got a question about that, about Jeff Jarrett in particular. Orange Cassidy retains, yes. Yes, Orange Cassidy retains. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, He did the strut to mock Flair? He does this. That's he does a strut. No, no, no. I know that. Mm. I'm saying when he started the strut all the way back in the day, mm. was it to mock Flair? I'm not sure. Th- that that's that's what I wanted to know. I know he does the strut. I know the two fingers up, all that shit. J E double F, J E double R E double T. I get it. Uh-huh. I just want to know where the strut came from. Because obviously that strut is a Ric Flair staple. Let's see here. And if I'm being completely honest, I see shades of Chad Gable in Jeff Jarrett, if you haven't noticed that. Huh. Jeff does the strut, right? Throws the two fingers up in the air. Now, when he throws them two fingers up in the air, imagine he just says, thank you. <laughs> it says same here, fucking thing. It's the same thing. I mean, it does say here that uh, the strut was, it was invented by someone named Jackie Fargo. The Fargo struts in the Memphis wrestling. Um, what does Jeff Jarrett have to do? Oh, with it was this? in Memphis wrestling. Jeff Jarrett's dad, Jerry Jarrett, owned Memphis wrestling along with Jerry Lawler. Jeff was uh-huh. one of their top stars in the '90s. Most Memphis baby faces used the Fargo strut at times, like Lawler, Jarrett, and the Fabulous Ones, who were named after Jackie Fargo. Here, and you can see blah 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 blah. Uh, and then as for the figure four, it goes on onto that. So everybody's basically using other moves. Ric Flair, uh, Nature Boy, Ric Flair got his name from Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. Yeah, uh, it's it's a whole thing. Anyway, uh, we digress. Um, uh, you know what's crazy? Nobody nobody uses the name Classy anymore. It's like after Freddie Blassie, they just go, "We're good." That's it. <laughs> We're good because <laughs> I'm not classy anymore. Uh, Outcasts make their their twat statement, um, and then the main event. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa! Soraya doesn't do that anymore. That was Paige. <laughs> Except for saying on the mic. <laughs> House of Black versus Elite versus uh, the JAS, um, and, and the the pops that uh, Winnipeg's own. Uh, 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 Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho get, and uh, well, Don Callis didn't get any pop for that. Oh, but he is Winnipeg's own. Okay, but you got no pop. Um, but when the two to of them be got fair, the ring, Don Callis's name was the last person said. It's true. It's like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega with Don Callis. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, they, so in, in in essence, they were cheering for Don Callis last. Got it. Yeah. Uh, uh, this match here, absolutely. This whole thing was just so good. And the, the fact when Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho would get into the ring, the, for the first time when they got in the ring, the crowd went absolutely nuts until you know the House of Black came got in, broken and, up. They got broken they up. And then the second time, that's when they went went at it and did the the hockey the hockey punches. Um, absolutely. Because what better way for two Canadians to fight in their hometown than a good old fashioned hockey yeah, fight? Hockey fight. Um. Uh, Jericho. By the way, quick sidebar. Shout out to the Winnipeg Jets for claiming that Aaron Rodgers is going to play with them. That was great. But um, <laughs> he didn't say New York. Uh, let's see, Jericho went to grab the baseball bat. Is that damn baseball bat again? Uh, cracked Brody in the face with it while the referee was was looking. Malachi Black smacked uh, Jericho with a back heel kick, and the House of Black finished off Garcia with Dante's Inferno and pinned him to retain the trio's title. But that wasn't the whole thing. While this match was going on, you saw backstage that Dark Order and the Blackpool Combat Club were fighting. And that all spilled into the ring at the end of the night. And then Blackpool Combat Club uh, go to face Adam Page in the ring. And then who's behind Adam Page but the elites. And the crowd goes absolutely insane. Adam Page has no idea what's going on behind him. 
Blackpool Combat Club go to then retreat outside the ring slowly. He's like, what's going on? Adam Page is like, what the hell's happening? He turns around, sees the and elite, the and camera cuts the black. <laughs> and I'm screaming at the TV, what the fuck? <sighs> well, to be fair. Of all times for them to cut to black. As far as television goes, mm-hmm. the best way to keep people intrigued is on a cliffhanger. Everybody knows yeah, who shot JR. Everybody knows. Oh, that, Actually, let me rephrase that. That you know? Everybody <laughs> your age and above knows who shot say, JR. That you know. <laughs> but not the freaking nothing. What, from, who shot JR? Nothing. You're talking from, about Dallas? Nothing Hell from, yeah, man. Come on. Nothing from Nitro, but you know this. I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this all makes sense. <laughs> I watched um, a documentary about television history. Go watch my And they were talking about the first ever cliffhanger, and I was like, oh wow. God, I remember dude. hearing about that show, Dallas. Go watch the <laughs> show of dallas go watch freaking uh monday night wars on the network i mean come on i've watched that too okay watch it again um i think i might have to you really have to uh, uh by the way the reason i feel why they did that is to drive more people to their social medias because you know that as soon like as soon as that went to black i was like okay let me wait a couple hours we'll see whatever the fucking aew puts up as far as this is what happened when they went off the air and when they went off the air let me tell you something mm. I saw the young bucks in the in the ring with Hangman Page and Kenny Omega outside the ring. Okay. So if the Dark Order are going to have more people in it and Hangman Page is trying to distance itself from the Dark Order but still fa- stay babyface aligning him back up with the lead again might not be the worst scenario. Do it. Do it and do it hard. I'm all do about it and it. do it hard. Amen, brother. <laughs> and with that being said, uh, tonight Sammy's Sammy Zayn will confront uh, Jay Uso. That's that's going to probably be just absolutely insane. Uh, anything else uh, on this insanely long catch-up show? I believe that's it. Maybe that's it. Um, let us. <laughs> <laughs> Close out St. Patrick's Day episode of Sons of Slam with the Pogues. Quite possibly the worst Christmas song of all time. Good Lord. Can I fast forward to the fast part? Yes, please. Jesus Christ. There we go. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, happy St. Patrick's Day. Shashai, shashai, shashai. My name is Chris Feintel. Along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, happy St. Patrick's Day. Enjoy the, enjoy the green beer. Slancha, gentlemen. Aaron go bro. The people. Sorry, people. Slancha, people. On Christmas Day. Good night, everybody. You're a bum, you're a punk, you're an old slut and jumper, and they're almost dead on a trip in that boat. You scumbag, you maggot, you cheap, lousy faggot, happy Christmas, you're awesome, thank God it's our love. The boys of the NYPD chorus to sing, go and play, and the bells
the Sons of Slam podcast.